Seems as though I've lived my life on the bad side of the moon. Just stir your drags and sickness still without a rustic spoon. Now come on, people, live with me where the light has never shone. And my hornets flock like hummingbirds speaking in a foreign tongue. This is my life, this is my life, this is my life, my life. This is my life, this is my life, this is my life. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 92 of Behind the Bench. Evgeny Kuznetsov. Wow, people, <laughs> we are recording just hours after Canada has beaten the United States. Red Savage, Mason Savage of the United States. Canada got it done. We're here recording. Um, just after that, we were at Dawn's. We'll dive into all of it. But it is the first episode of the new year. Happy New Year's. Hope everyone had a fantastic Christmas. The boys are back in action. Let's see what everyone got up to this holiday season. And we will send it off to none other than, I guess you could call him Brit- a British Columbian now, Mason Money Savage. What's going on, brother? Well, like you said, tough game for the States. Red Savage was showing up at Dawn's and USA gear from Pro-Am and Brawner. Yeah, I guess we'll get into the uh, World Juniors a little later, but just shout out to Red right off the bat. Pretty proud of him. It was so fun watching him all week. Um, became a household name. Family got some airtime. Brian Deb were all over TSN, so that was pretty cool. But yeah, survived another ski trip out west with the Eddy family. Uh, Max Whitehead didn't have COVID this time, so got he got to come as well. And yeah, he brought me down some pretty sketchy, sketchy runs. I just had to slough my way down. That's a new ski word I found out where you just kind of slide, hockey stop and slide down. Uh, and then I went cat skiing and I was <laughs> nipple deep in powder. And yeah, I survived that too. And I guess I wasn't good enough to make Laura, my girlfriend's uh, Instagram reel with all the pictures. There are some decent ones of me, but just not hucking off anything. Hucking means jumping, uh, Chim and Tom, just so you know. It's like when you jump off like a stump that's buried in snow. Uh, and then, yeah, quick turnaround. Need a vacation from my vacation. So I'll be going to Carousel on Friday. Where on earth is that? Uh, near Aruba. And Where is that? Aruba. That's actually a really good question, Tom. I, I don't know geographically. Okay. I think it's about an hour. I, I stink at geography, but Mesa, I did talk to Max tonight, Whitehead, and he said he was very proud of you, how you did on this trip. Oh, that's nice of him. Yeah. He says you were grinding, but he was very proud. Oh, I, I worked my tail off my body because for them, they can like aerodynamically move through the snow where I'm like pushing snow each turn. Yeah, you're grinding. And you're grinding a little more. I'm, you're like yeah. the fourth line grind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like call up grinder. <laughs> call up grinder. How's your um, body now, though? Being out of it, like, are you? The uh, the body actually feels pretty good. Okay. I, I was doing yoga. I brought my massage gun, and yeah, Christmas was good. Like, to no, no, it's okay. Jump like... around just on top of Venezuela. Wow, dude. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, never. Yeah, Mace, just a little we, lower. Can we... Can we talk about the Patagonia sweater? <laughs> if you guys don't know Mason Savage, I mean, 
this out of 365 days a year, I want to say at least 300 of them are spent wearing this purple Patagonia. Uh, we have the same one. Yeah. We have the same one. Yeah. Ch- uh, I care to well, share. Jim, you only have so much room to bring on a ski trip. So I only packed right. one uh, quarter zip or quarter whatever. I was rocking my Lululemon Canada uh, Olympic shirt a lot too on the warmer <laughs> days. That was my my main layer. Uh, but yeah, the Patagonia made a great appearance, served me well. Got washed twice on the trip, in case That's you awesome. were wondering. That's good but, to hear. Yeah, no, it's it's great to have all the pictures taken in the same shirt. It makes it look like I only brought the one sweater. So that's how, how, how was Santa though, Mace? Uh, speaking of that, I'm coming to you from there you a go. I teed you a up, new buddy. laptop, a Lenovo ThinkPad X1. 12 years of being a MacBook user. It's uh, it, years it, in the making. It's tough, tough transition right now, actually. So going to spend the flight researching and finding all these shortcuts. Uh, I don't want to say I'm disappointed in it yet because it very powerful guts inside of it, but I lost a few of the little, some of the frills that uh, the MacBook has. The backlit keyboard was a huge one that I, I don't think this one has. Uh, I don't have a memory card um, <laughs> slot, but yeah, other than that, I also miss uh, a couple of the Mac commands, you know, like the four finger slides and all that crap. But hey, who knows? You'll get, I'm, I'm, you'll get there's no yeah. texting, no texting anymore from your computer. I, do, I no FaceTimes, no more Laura interruption FaceTimes. I remember, Jim, you remember those with me, man? I turn out those do not disturb. I actually I had to delete those apps off my MacBook Air because I didn't have enough memory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate that M word. That M word sucks. Yeah, so I got a terabyte of memory on this bad boy now. Or yeah, yeah. Good for you'll you, Mace. Save a Jim, lot, give me a lot one. of pods. You'll be able to save a lot of pods, Mace. Jim, give me yeah, a I guess I should be the one saving the recording now. Good for you, Mace. Good for, Good you. for you, Mace. That's awesome. <laughs> um, all right. Let's send it off uh, now. Tommy, what's going on, buddy? How was uh, your Christmas? Uh, great. Same as always. Santa That's was... good. Yeah, see, you're gonna kill me. I know. Anything I say, you're gonna do that. No, I was, uh, I was a little sick over the holidays towards New Year's, which was, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, no pun intended here, a little shitty feeling because, you know, I, I was, I was battling a cold and I was down and out on New Year's and didn't do too much. But um, Christmas was great. Like I mentioned to you guys before, waking up Christmas Day, having a little morning Java. There is nothing better. You know, waking it's up, a good feeling. It waking up, doing that, doing the gifts, going to church, the full nine yards with my family. So, it was great. I, I was off most of the holidays because the store at work was closed, NHA as well. So, got a much needed rest from uh, you know not being at work and spend some time with uh, my family, girlfriend's family. Also, shout out to Jenna Hitton. That's her Instagram handle for this hoodie, boys. And this is the Christmas gift, a little Lulu, a little beige. Don't have this in the wardrobe. This color, so. I think I rocked. So, 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 question for you, actually. Yep. On uh, on the Jenna Dot Hinton on uh, Instagram handle, <laughs> you you absolutely teed me up. Uh, Mason doesn't get included in a poll in in yeah. a post. Tom, you have not hit the Insta yet. Thoughts, no. questions, mm. concerns? No, I have not. And the only time she's hit my gram was her birthday. So I, we've talked about it. My my Uh-oh. my people are talking to her people. Um, That's good. We're not, you know. The social media part of the relationship, you don't really need it. Everybody in Surrey knows you're dating, right? It's coming, Chim. Word travels, yeah. yeah no, word, word travels. I mean, no, it's, that's really good. A, yeah, it is good. Yeah, She's that's, amazing. That's good. Yeah. 
She I is cru- amazing. I, I cru- guys, I crushed the gift I got her though. Like, good f- like good. Aaron Judge, 450, bomb, like home run derby, Jordan Alvarez, Bobby. like like Bobby. out of the park. So, Having other than that, yeah. V- Visa's got a big old dent. Two, two, sure. yeah, two, yeah. two, two, three That's, that's a lot of shifts at Aquacade, eh, but That's a yeah. lot of shifts. <laughs> no, I'm, the budget wasn't that bad. I only spent around 250 on her, 300 bucks. So, okay. It wasn't uh, terrible. It wasn't, it wasn't like the one Grandino. Okay. Like, well, I was going to say, for the sake of the pot, he should have said he dropped a Gino. No one would have known. Yeah. But <laughs> my DMs have been flooded. <laughs> yeah. A grand? Are you crazy? a grand? No, but uh, the holidays are great. I mean, it, it goes good. by it goes by so quick, though. Like, everything is over. I was, talk- I was texting Robbie B, like, um, where we were back at work this week and it felt like, you know, it just a blink of an eye and everything's back to, back to reality, back to normal. But like I said, Don's pizza, we'll get into that. It was great to see everybody again. Like we, you don't really see many of those friends and, uh, over the holidays cause everyone's doing their own type of thing, but it was great to see everybody tonight, which we'll get into, but how are you guys doing? Good, good, Tom. Uh, well said, good stuff. Let's send it off to Robbie B. Roberto Bagnato. How's your holidays, buddy? Boys, holidays was good. It was um, a little bit different for us. It was kind of quiet. Um, usually it's kind of the full, we got the full Bagnato family in the house for Christmas Day and stuff, but it was the uh, second year in a row. Baz is a married man, man now. So no more uh, Christmas Day for him in the, uh, the Bagnato household. Tom, as you try and sip water out of your water bottle, I guess. Oh, I didn't do it. I didn't, I didn't mention that. I, I am drinking out of a plastic water bottle. Sorry. At Jenna.Hinton. Her parents got me a Lululemon refillable water bottle. This thing is better than Yeti Dynamite. So I just, it's filled up. I just didn't get down here. Yeah, yeah. That's good. But no, as Roberto's thanks, talking. I mean, thanks for. No, no. For, I just do the gifts no. I got, guys. I just, I'm thinking about it hey, again. Hey, Tom, Tom, Tom. Roberto's talking about. Unbelievable. Can you let him talk about that? Yeah, yeah. Go okay, ahead. You Roberto. had your time. You had your time, Tom. I still got more, okay? Go ahead, Roberto. I'll put you on mute. No, are you sure? You sure? No, are you sure? No, are you sure? Um, so anyways, Bass is a married man now. So he actually, him and Karen and the dog came up um, a little bit later on. Same with the uncle and his girlfriend and Brianna and Coda came up. So we had a very quiet Christmas and like Boxing Day and stuff. And then I think it was like the 27th or 28th. Everyone started to trickle, trickle in. And then by uh, New Year's Eve, it was just crazy. There was two dogs running around. House was full, but it was good um saw the boys minus mason too um quickly over the holidays as well went to uh uh would will be my bio steel performer for a quick bite which was nice but otherwise the holidays were good it's just it's kind of crazy now back to work and everyone's uh, at least on our team we've got a few people off on holidays so i'm stepping in to uh to uh cover for a couple people and it's just like crazy which is good but it is uh gosh i'm so envious of mace it's crazy yep Please take me with you. Mace is absolutely living the life. Like, yeah. let's be honest, it's it's unreal. Mason kilometers savage is what I. Yeah, no oh, kidding. That's a good one, Tom. Air air uh, air miles. Aeroplane. You have the. Yeah. What's the? Uh, tr- I'm thinking of the air, the car, and the train. What's plane, trains, and automobiles? Planes, trains, automobiles. <laughs> yes, sir. At a boy, Tom. There no trains. Thanks. I'm buzzing today. Chimo, how was your Christmas? Hey, uh, thanks, Roberto. My, my Christmas is, yeah. <laughs> we don't care, Jim. We don't care. 
You got a new uh, lid, eh? You got a new lid. You got a couple new Montreal Canadian lids. Couple, you fake fan. New, uh, <laughs> couple new buckets. Uh, Christmas was awesome. Had a, a fantastic time. Um, was on my dad's side Christmas Eve. We had a great time, and and at Nona's on uh, Christmas Day, like we always do. It was yeah, no, it was unreal. Great gifts all around. Lots of clothes. Um, couple new buckets, like Tom said. Um, so yeah, no, it was it was awesome. Then we had our Chimino uh Boccia, family boccia tournament on uh Boxing Day at the Caruso, which was electric. I'll tell you something, guys. Don't matter how old the Italian grandfather is or grandmother, they could be in a wheelchair and they'll know how to toss a boccia ball. It's unbelievable. They are absolutely electric yeah. on the courts. It's unbelievable. The, the older they are, honestly, the better. Yeah, they are. Like if and they're getting right into it. They're pointing at where where you got to put the ball, and if they don't like your shot, they get mad at you. It a, yeah, it was unreal. If you got to go in a bocce tournament, you just find like the the old your nono and all of his friends, and that is the dream team. Yeah, yeah, seriously, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that was all good. New Year's was at my uh, my uncle's. I was yeah, it was a blast. It was an awesome holidays. It went. By fast now it's kind of like the depression side of where like oh here we go, here it's all coming yeah. back. All the, it goes by so fast, like Tom says. Uh, we're in 2023. It sounds really weird um, to say that, but nonetheless, we're here. It'll be weird when you say 2024, 12 months from now. So um, no, but nonetheless, uh, a, a good time all around. And uh, with that, let's uh, get into it, folks. BioSteel performers. Of the week, what do the boys have? Tom, I'd like to go yeah. first, please. Thank you. This Biosteel Performer was in 2022, the last week before 2023, but I have to give him credit. Okay, I was texting him, former guest. He's been my Biosteel Performer before, but boys, it was it, the storyline was given. Okay, Damien Giroux gets two goals, his first goals of the season uh, to end off 2022, but he was struggling, not getting much ice time. He scored these goals with his parents in the building. His his parents came from Sudbury, the first professional game that they've seen him play because of COVID and everything else that was going on the last couple of years. So Dan and Claudette were there in the building, and um, Damien got you know played really well like he always does in front of his parents, and he was able to score two goals and win that game. So for his team, I was texting him. It was a really cool moment for him. What he was telling me, and just to have his parents there, his first. Um, Obviously not his first pro goal, but his first goal of his uh, regular season. Well, you know, and having his parents there. So I thought uh, I'd give a shout out to him for my BioSteel performer. Good stuff. Good stuff. Amazing. I believe uh, R- Riley's whole family was there. Riley's too, whole family was, was exactly. there. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mace, what do you got, buddy? Pretty obvious, I think. Red Savage coming through the World Juniors. I know he was my BioSteel performer when he made the team. But what a performance this week. Shorthanded goal against Germany. Scored one in the opener as well. I I think he's kind of made a name for himself. Going to crack that Detroit lineup in the next three years, I'd say. Hopefully centering that. the line with Bertuzzi. Imagine that. A little grinder. Yeah, line. That would be insane. Yeah, that would uh, be crazy. But yeah, I guess the whole whole Savage family. It obviously takes a takes a village to get to raise a kid, get get someone to where red is at. So 
big shout out to Brian Deb and Ryan, older brother, Rory, younger brother. Uh, pretty proud moment. Uh, grandma and grandpa as well. Uh, we're pretty happy to watch that. So not the most uh, interesting one, I guess, but pretty much a layup for me uh, if I didn't say that one. Yep. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff, Tom. You got a you got a shout out too on Chicklets too. Um, they were talking everywhere. Yeah, but his name. Yeah, Yeah. he was was a mascot for Team. Not mascot. That's the wrong way of saying it. But like their social media just followed Red. It's like their social media person had a crush on him or something, (laughs) or just cool as last name. Ooh, we starting the rumors again, Mace. Get that Twitter out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, mate, we know how Mace is with the Twitter. That put us on the map, though, Mace. That did. Thanks, Mace. Twitter map. Yeah. Imagine if Revert. we had the views that Elon Musk just put on Twitter. Yeah. See the views on that tweet. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That. I think we had like it was like thirty thousand impressions. It was insane, insane. Uh, Roberto, what do you got, buddy? I hinted to it in the uh, the intros there too, but just want to give a quick shout out to uh, to the Damascus family and Damascus Bakery. And restaurant uh, went there for a quick lunch uh, over the holidays. The food was amazing as always, but um, they have been giving back to the community um, basically ever since they opened that first location downtown. I think it was on Peach Street, um, but they did another promo over the holidays too, where they were giving free meals to basically anyone who needed one. Um, just kind of come in, ask for some food, no questions asked. Uh, you would get a nice hot meal. So I think they're even open over the Christmas, uh, like on Christmas as well. So just want to give a big shout out to them. Um, they've really been awesome community community members and, and I think role models for, for business owners too in Sudbury. So shout out to Damascus. Nice. Yeah, They, they literally picked up everything from, uh, from Syria and came here. It's, Truly, I mean, everyone calls it the American dream, but I mean, Canadian dream. It's un, uh, unreal. Um, and everyone that eats at Osmos, I mean, it's it's legit homemade Osmos. It's better than like it's way better than Osmos. It makes no way sense. better than Osmos. Yeah, way better. Like it's not even close. Um, yeah. So unreal. Yeah, great one, Roberto. I'll piggyback. Um, that same day, we walked over to the Positive Inception. We got nice to see Ryan Benoit. I just anytime you walk in that place or see see him, like I don't know, it's just it's great vibes, uh, big smiles. He was all over Tommy because he was absolutely Tom was gassed for meeting the Damascus. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, no, Ryan's a top notch guy, um, and he was also a beauty. I guess my mom went and bought a Christmas gift there for me. It was uh, one of those cr- the Crystal Club T shirts that he did with them, um, and he said I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know if your mom got it for you as a Christmas present, so I didn't text you. So great, great for him for uh, for keeping it in uh, after Christmas. So, yeah, absolute beauty. Love that guy. Um, yeah, and that's the BioSteel performance. All right, let's keep it rolling, guys. Weekly lift, and let's get into it. World Juniors, we are just at a few hours removed from it. Mason, as a United States fan, uh, cheering against your own country, just give me your, your thoughts here. Uh, just tell me what you were feeling after the first period. After the first 10 minutes, let me tell you about that, Jim. Uh, I thought it was going to be kind of like one of those 3 nothing. They'd get another goal, just play shutdown hockey, New Jersey Devils of the 90s. Um, the refing was horrendous. Like, absolutely. Like, what a joke. Ryan Whitney said it pretty good on Twitter. Worst call uh, he's seen in quite a while. Those two goals happen uh, in the NHL. Those are two goal, two good goals. Yeah. 
changes the whole outcome. I, game. I, I, I get it. I do get it that they you can't no, do I, that. I I debate the second the second one to me. I mean, it was under escape. The whistle should have went. Yes, I agree with that, Jim. Too. I think I the saw the puck as a goalie. You, I don't know. And then he's got a little bit of recency of, bias over here, Jim. Come on. Then the Canadian goalie's like two stick lengths out of his crease covering the puck. That's a penalty. Like you can't get your blue ice and then take all the white ice too. So uh, it was tough cheering for the states. Uh, cheering for red is easy. Cheering for the states was a little more difficult for sure, especially in a pretty hostile environment at Dawn's with uh, fifty BTB fans going crazy. Uh, pretty we... provocative language that I was disappointed uh, <laughs> with some of our fans in. Uh, but great turnout. I had the Fabro uh, brothers there. Bronner made shirts for us. Pro Am rushed the order, so it was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, so two goals happened in the first 10 minutes ish. First goal happened in the first like two minutes. I wasn't even watching yet. I was still trying to get everything set up. So a little bummer there, but I don't know. If Brett Hall scores a Stanley Cup winning goal with his foot in the crease, that American goal should have counted. <laughs> I like the refs stink. Uh, no, that, that would be yeah, scoring. Like kids a machine. Yeah. Um, a question for you, Chim. World Junior question. If the North somehow ever got to host the World Juniors and there's two rinks, it would probably have to be the Sioux and North Bay. There would be no way they would come to Sudbury. Thoughts? I was talking to Ryder what? Johnson about this today. No, I do. I, I disagree. You disagree? I am going to you disagree, could, too. You could, you, you could do Sudbury and North Bay. They're closer. Um, they both Sudbury have Arena, been. though, is what I'm talking about. Like the SR Center or whatever it's called now in the Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah, nice GFL. Arena. Yeah, GFL is yeah. a great arena. Um Mem yeah, I mean, and you gotta look at Halifax and Moncton. Those rings look like brand spanking. They're those are they're four beautiful. hours apart, are they not? I don't know how far um, they are, I'm but, but yeah, maybe, I mean, may, I mean, I mean, maybe you could do it. It would be cool. Um, it would it would be uh, cool to see any northern city. But yeah, no Mace, I hear you. But I'll tell you this, Mace. If Sub get a new could arena. get a new arena. You could definitely host one. That's for sure. <laughs> the cat is uh, dead. Cat is dead. But the cat is dead. Also, me. So I was thinking about. I was pondering about it. Um, you know, you're the big down down guy. Um, just a, a random question before we get into more world Jays. If the Wolves were to build the arena where it is right now, where would they go play? Countryside? Like, what do you do? Where do they go play? They go play Werner or St. no, Charles no, no. Listen to this, Levac. What is the one arena in the greatest series, Sebri, with a full stand? You go with Garson, yeah. Garson Arena. Imagine that place jammed with a thousand, two thousand people. I know Dario's not going to be making much revenue off of that. Move move the team. No, no, no. (laughs) The Garson Arena produces superstars like our Telus Cup uh, participant. Tommy oh, boys, I am back in the Garrison Arena next Monday night. The first time I stopped in those grounds, but the oh, I cannot lick in my chops. Nine o'clock Monday night, lug. Polly's coming. My mom might even stay up to watch the guys. This awesome. is like years in the making, as I said before. Good, Good arena, stuff. Mace. I agree. There used to be a junior team there, bud. Yeah, yeah I think like that sixties. Yeah, I don't care. It still happened. I think that maybe even. Yeah, I guess countryside would be the next best option, unless you have real seats. But 
I'd even pop. think of that. I'd even think of that when they're. <laughs> what are you gonna play? Um, or 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 they put another extension on countryside and put more seats. And that's the new Sudbury Arena. There's a lot of room there. Tons I would room. love a South it's Bend all, It's all down, dollar on housing now, though, unfortunately. But No kidding. Everywhere. She goes. That's where Jenna is. But, yeah, uh, no, it's... Ba- we'll back to the World Jays. Back to can, the World Jays. Can I, can I chime in, or you, you got to go? Let me talk about Don's for a second. Yes. I'm starting to realize there is nothing quite like watching a live sporting event at Don's. There's some in the air... I don't know. It's different. Like, and today was crazy. Like people yelling. There was a lot of middle fingers. I'm not going to lie. A lot of birds flying, but it was electric. Like there was an electricity in the crowd. People chanting. I was chanting. Um, The feed was good. People were going nuts. No one does it. You're not going to find a place that does a live watch event like BTB and Don's. I'll tell you that right now. Nobody, I would, I'd beg to, I would bet, I would put the shed on it. That, that Jim, there great is no, reference. You like that one, eh? There is no type of thing like this in Northern Ontario. Nobody does anything like we do. It is absolutely electric. The place was jammed today. You couldn't move in there. It was unbelievable. It was the game was was great. I mean, and you felt the life get sucked out of the place at two nothing. And then when Canada scored uh, at the end of the period, there was a lot. Of, oh, the reactions to the no goals were just as good as the actual goals. It was crazy. I can't wait to share the videos. It's unbelievable, Tom or Mace. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Do you think the obviously the atmosphere is great every time? We have the greatest fans ever. But Sorry, if. My family and like Bronner and everyone weren't Absolutely. cheering for the states. Like, are the Canada chants going as loud? Are like, no, no, it's different. It's it I was different. Like, we were the heel, we're the bad guy. But guys, there was there every time we've had it, right? We haven't had right the villain, two teams, and there yes. were villains there. There were villains there today. Um, on both sides, on both sides, it's like if Toronto a, a ever of, played Montreal people, in the first round, could you no, imagine Toronto Boston? We truly yeah, need a Toronto-Boston yeah. first round. It could happen, though. No, There's a year. lot of Boston fans in the city. Massive amount of Boston fans. It's crazy. Hey, Max Be is from, a Boston fan from Dawson. Huge Boston fan, yeah. So Get Dawson in there. Imagine Max, Dawson, Tom, and Zach front row. Yeah, yeah. Game over. Yeah. No, and, and a lot of Shim people were complaining, here. too. The U.S. role was, was front row, but I think it just made for – Everyone was surrounding them. It was uh, no, it was a hostile environment for a United States fan in there for sure. But I think that's the way it kind of should be. Yeah, uh, if you're if you're in Canada for sure. But yeah, no, electric. It was unbelievable. Tom, you want to add anything? Yeah, I got basically. I got a couple. You know what, Jim? I've uh, New Year, New Tom. I got I got a couple notes here, bud, and a few topics I'd like to discuss with uh, my BTB crew. Okay. So two weeks ago, when we released our last episode before the break, I said, listen, enough of these same teams, same Final Four, same people beating everybody. I got some upsets. And did I see them ever? I saw the Czech Republic or Czechia. Czechia now. Yeah, Czechia now. Beat Canada. I saw Slovakia 
early in the tournament, give it to USA. And Mesa, I was giving it to you in the group chat pretty good. The States did not look good at all to start. Sort of Canada. I said, what are we doing here? Like, how do you have a home crowd and lose your first game of the tournament? Isn't that supposed to be this your finals best game? Gonna be crazy. This finals is going to be crazy. It's the writings on the wall for Canada to win now just because beating the same team twice in a tournament like that that's so short, I, I, I like to say good luck because I don't think Czechia will, is even going to come close. I think this might be a B.O. Really? Okay. Yes. Scotty. That's really no, I think it's I think it's gonna be a BO. Like I'm talking five six one. Like it's wow. I don't think so. Okay. I, I don't think so at all. Okay. So yeah. A few other topics. So I got my I got my upsets. Thank you for that. Where on earth is the captain of this hockey team for Team Canada? Is he is he playing? Is he hurt? Do we do we know anything? He, I think he's playing well, other than this game. He wasn't. Uh, he's been real. It like, has been. And Th- I, I get Thomas it. Thomas said at the start of the tournament, I do agree with him. You got to come in and you got to dominate. Weapons. He should you be getting the praise Connor Bedard's getting right now. It, exactly. Exactly. Thank you. The guy, like, it's I, I get 100%. It. I get it. Connor Bedard's generational talent. Chicago's already tanking him. Kyle Davidson's done everything well to get this guy. But. But he's a, also, he's a fourth overall Shane, pick, Jim. Like, and, and I get and it. He's he's known for to be a defensive guy, but like, but this targets on his back. He said he's the number one guy. He stared down Montreal. Like, you're kind of asking for all this pressure to be on on you. Now that's me saying it from here. I get it. You know, like like, but I'm just saying. You know, you go out and you say. I think that I'm I'm sure there's stuff he would take back from mm-hmm. that whole draft thing, but. Like you said, you gotta come in and dominate. But you know what? Quinn Byfield didn't do- never dominate this tournament either. A lot of McDavid didn't really dominate. Like Connor Bedard is dominating this tournament. Yeah, and obviously, shout out to him for breaking the record. And did you guys see that Eberle video as well? That was my next thing on my notes. He yeah, he kind of like passed the torch on. Um, one thing I wanted to say: uh, the best player from the highlights I've seen. I was only there for the first period tonight. You guys can say yes or no. I know the goalie for Canada basically stole the show, but Barry Colt native Brent Clark to me looked like the best player on the ice. No, yeah, probably he was good, but he, he had I that nice goal. He, would... he had like fifteen block shots. It felt like like to me he was the block shots today. He was a block I, machine. It was unreal. Yeah, yeah. I would Guys say Zellweger is. Today. He's been their best D man. Like I think he got twenty six minutes. Del Maestro just eats minutes. He had twenty seven apparently tonight. Yeah, Majir the other runs the peeper. Uh, Z- Z- Zellwanger, Z- is that him? Zellwanger, yeah. 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 he's second round pick too. How does that guy go to the second round? Like my other kinda, thoughts. Go ahead. That's I all I got. Say, he's kind of like sneaky Devon Taves vibes, but like Devon yeah. Taves Quinn Hughes vibes. That Zellwanger kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree, Roberto. I don't know though. The world juniors are different. Like I admit, like the the hits that used to be in this tournament, you hear that glass rattling, people going at people would yell just as hard for a hit as a goal. If you watch a Marcus Felino highlight reel of him like legit murdering guys, I'll send it to you. Like nothing got me more fired up. This guy, he I I'll never forget him and Zach Cassian just running around. <laughs> Taking guys out. Granted, they didn't win that tournament, but God, was it ever fun to watch? It's different. Also, too, 
I want to ask you guys this too, but the World Juniors, they don't hit like they did when I was younger. Like, yeah, I think there's a point when you get older than the players playing in it, where it starts to hit a little bit different. Like, okay, yes. it's the World Juniors, Shmino. but then you're thinking of it like they're kids, and Shmino. it's like we're older. Me what are your and, thoughts? Me, me and Shane Patra at his old house at Garson when we were like eight, nine years old. Every single Canada goal, we ran outside took all our clothes off, ran in our boxers, jumped in the snowbank head first. Yeah. For every single Canada goal, we were like a completely yeah. different breed for the games. We the whole ODR up. experience before, then you watch the game. When they played in Russia, when yes. they played in Russia, you got up at like four in the morning to yes. watch yes. them play. I, I don't know if I'd do that now. No, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Roberto, right. Mason, you guys got anything to say? As a little more uh, veteran crew here on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> more veteran crew. I mean, I think it's somewhat different. I would actually say that this year, I would think the tournament, at least I should say, Canada's team has been much more physical this year than I think the last couple yes. years. Like last year, their team was very soft. Like McTavish was like the only guy I felt like was throwing the body around last year. And like Fantilli's thrown some big hits. Like Brant Clark has given it, and he's also taken a bunch of big hits. Um, that Zach Dean guy, obviously you go thrown out in the first game, the Gatno kid, but he can throw the body too. Like I, so I, it's obviously not like that, like for when we were like younger watching those games, like, but I think hockey's just generally changed. I would say that it's much faster. The world juniors now, like you never had a kid like Bedard, like that, the overtime goal, you never see that. Like Everly's goal was an amazing goal, but it was like a bang, bang play. You know what I mean? Like he didn't go through and dangle the whole literally every guy on the ice Bedard went through on that overtime goal right mm-hmm. like so. it's it's crazy how young the world jays are too yeah. like they used people used to pride like the biggest factor was like the older players right and now it really doesn't matter like it's it's wild. just cra- like yeah. the one thing that's crazy is you don't realize like even the pressure on like even like the both tendies right like you get nervous for like an interview or something like that or like you know phone calls or doing something at work like these kids are playing on like this is national tv the biggest games of their careers everything's on the line so like i mean even for right like criticism or not whatever i mean he's a little bit different because he's a pro like but the younger guys like bedard or like the tendies like there's so much pressure like i don't think anyone really realizes it we just kind of look at it as like another hockey game but it's kind of crazy because they're only like you know, 17, 18, 19, 20 years old. So yeah, it's the yeah, big, no, biggest moment of their career. No, it's true. Do you think like the whole, the media, like the amount of hype that the world juniors get, like the amount of, too like, much. you think it's too much, too much. Like, these guys are getting interviewed like out the watch. I've never seen like, it's, it's even more than what it used to be. Oh, Brennan Othman's interview count has to be like 12 and a half. Like he's done endless amount of interviews. I don't know. I, I agree. It's just TSN's baby. Like when I was yeah, working there, there, everything baby. is focused, not focused. Dude, old dog, all these guys are going over there just for the tournament. Well, it's because yeah. like TSN has like yeah, full rights I get, on it. I get it. Like it's their one thing that they get to market. They don't have the NHL, right? So they, they turn this into um their like, NHL basically. Yeah, it's yeah. a machine. Yeah. What's your thoughts uh, though, Mason? On like the world juniors hitting different now that you're a bit older. Yeah, like looking back, you're also younger too, so it kind of stands out a bit more. And you kind yeah. of idolize some of those other people, like Zach Cassian and the Felino line from what was it, 2010 or 2009. It 
it's just different now that we're older. Like we would maybe look at that. Like there's a couple of big hits today for sure. Yeah. There's a, not a double D on, but two of the Canadian guys crunched someone on the stage. Yeah. There was uh, Luke Hughes got stood up at the blue line when he got tangled up with red. And like, those are bigger hits. It's not the same as what it was, but like Roberto said, it, the sport itself has changed. Yeah. Right. Like it's, I don't know, but to go back oh, to Tom's yeah. point, uh, my player of the game, Joshua Roy, Montreal yeah. draft pick. Real good. Yeah, yeah very good. Real I'll give good. it to you. The Habs prospect pool. Got Joshua Roy, Lane Hudson. Slavkowski should be at the World Juniors. Chimino brought this I up. I was going to say that. Too. I don't know. Yeah. Like, if they're going to send him all down to Laval, too, like, what's the point? Like, yeah. And then you give Slovakia, like, their golden run. Like, their team was sick this year. Um, Sorry. And if you had so, yeah. This Dvorsky guy, guys, hopefully the Wolves got his rights. Fingers crossed this guy comes over the border. That would be electric. I don't even know what league he's playing in, but mm-hmm. I hope he comes over. That would be huge. Um, no, but it's been good. Also, the town's gone better. Like, uh, yeah. the only team that really got spanked, I guess Germany and Germany Austria. But Ger- Germany Germany's had their good years. But, um, like, Latvia, we saw a jump from Latvia. You I know went what I two mean? for two on Swiss bets. Yeah, Swiss. The, <laughs> che- the checks, the checks are, the checks are in the finals. Like, yeah, no, it's been a good world. It's been a good world, juniors. Not Russia stinks. Yeah, yeah, and this we that's another we, thing. Man. Roberto just put me on an absolute platter for the Swiss bet, boys. I have upgraded the five for six with pro am picks. Okay, Canada money line was the biggest lock of the century. I gave it the cousin shed. Alex Zafiris, we call it the shed bet. You know, if you want, uh, you know, whatever you're looking for for a house. If you want four bedrooms, two baths, whatever you want. You want want a lakefront view. You want a sauna. You want a hot tub. This is a max bet was the Canada money line tonight. And the Pro-Am picks checked in. Okay. Let me tell you a little bit more about Pro-Am picks for the listeners or fans. Don't know what what it is. Go to Pro-Am Sports Subway right now. You spend $400 or more. Please keep your receipts. And the Boston Bruins win the Stanley Cup. What What happens, Jim? You get your money back guaranteed. Guaranteed. As easy as that, the Boston Bruins. Are we going to talk a little bit about the Winter Classic? This team, the Boston Bruins, are the scariest team in the NHL right now for a couple of reasons. I saw Nicky Foligno's interview. This team looks like they love each other to the point that they'll do anything for each other. It's like yeah. I, I'm pretty sure we chat about it in the four pack actually. Right we did. Yeah, we, we did. Yeah, but, but you know, a lot like unreal. Yeah, I I just think uh, it's a no brainer if you're looking for new skates, gloves, whatever. Go to Prime Sports Subway. You're gonna spend four hundred dollars anyways. Just keep your receipt because the Boston Bruins got a really good chance of winning the Stanley Cup. We'll buy year. Team Canada jersey. Yeah, or well, that picks and you know Tom's picks come every Wednesday. Every Thank Wednesday you. on the story he drops his picks. And he's five for six, baby. So keep riding with Tom. It's uh, it's unreal. Um, okay, let's keep it moving. Let's go in the OHL. Keep it on the junior hockey here, guys. There's a lots going lots going on in the OHL. Um, let's break it down though. Let's go straight to the Wolfers. They end the new year off on a bang. They win. They beat North Bay here with Krawchuk in net. Then beat the Sioux in an absolute barn burner. 
I watched both games. Very fun to watch. And what's in a week? The trade deadline. And what happened, folks? Well, we say farewell to a former guest. It's absolute. It was absolute gut wrench city seeing the trade happen. Our boy, the captain, Jacob Holmes, got traded to Windsor for a slew of picks. An Oshawa fourth in 2023, a Kitchener second in 2024, a Kingston second in 25, Windsor sixth in 25, and a Niagara third in 26. But, I mean, the character of Jacob Holmes, the Wolves are going to miss. The guy is an absolute stand-up guy. Um, it was sad. I was actually I was like, sad, Jim. genuinely I was. sad. We were texting him over the holidays. He was nice enough to reach out to both of us um, when the Wolves were on a heater, wishing us all the best for the holidays with our family. Like, salt of the earth guy, but here's the positive side that I'm going to say for Jacob Holmes. He is going to go to Windsor, and absolutely, Jim, what is he going to do? He's going to snap it with head coach Mark Savard. Are you kidding me? These guys... Absolutely snap it. These guys are going to have some good combos, and... Windsor's going for a run, man. They loaded up. They got some other guys too. The, the West, um, Chim, I'm not sure if we're going to dive into every single trade, but the, there's about four or five teams that can come out of the West right now because everybody feels like they're loaded up on that division. Yeah, I know the the trades are are like insane. Um, it's kind of like the trade deadline. Ha- like four trades happened on January the 3rd, uh, including the Homer trade. Um, Danny Zilkin went to Guelph. Tyler Savard, sorry, Danny Zilkin went to Kitchener. Uh, Tyler Savard went to Barry. Mm-hmm. Brett Harrison went to Windsor. Um, what else do we got here? Ryan Humphrey and Ryan Winter Winterton went from Hamilton to Lundo. So Lundo's loading up. I'm hearing Lundo, Tom, how about this? I'm hearing Lundo uh, is interested in Landon McCallum. And there uh, you go. The Wolves got a dish. Five more. They have five. O3s who are all always next year. So they had dish two more. So that's your Anania, that's your Larman, that's your Boudreau, that's your McCallum. And I'm missing one more O3. I don't know who I'm missing. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh interesting times. And I, I don't think I'll tell you this. Subbury's not I don't done. think Paps is done. Yeah. And I can't, I honestly can't sit here and tell you if the Wolves are a seller or a buyer. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that either. They just traded their captain. But they had they had 7D. Um what it was either Holmes or Anania they're gonna trade. So there you go. The also the get big the problem hall, I guess. The problem too is Yeah, get the bigger package. You have yeah. Dylan Robinson on the back end, who's no way who sorry, but no one's gonna trade like for what for four months? Like he's not a guy that's gonna come on a run. I think I don't know. Yeah, you guys agree with me there. I like he's he's solid, but he's not. You're not. You're not gonna give the shed for him. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they're doing though. In a sense, <clears throat> I mean, I'm not in that room anymore. But like, and it's it's easy to judge from this side of the from this side of the room. But if next year is the year that you go for it, what are what's what are these picks doing? You know what I mean? Like it's good. We always talk about stocking the cupboard to have them to go out and get a guy next year. But like, do you really want to have a stockpile of picks and go after a bunch of 18 year olds or 19 year olds? And then you're in a, the same place that Blaine Smith was in when he went and got um, all those guys at the deadline that one year. 
and that was like a super team when they had Palazies. Um, oh, who was yeah. the other D yeah. man that they went out and got who from I think Kitch, and then he was a K- Carolina draft pick. They got Carrick? Um, Connor Carrick. Connor Carrick. I uh, know, no, no Trevor, Carrick. Carrick. Trevor. Trevor Carrick. And they yeah. got Faxa, and then they just yeah, like first round couldn't do anything. Yeah, yeah they, they got Shenny that year too. No, 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 no. Shenny, no, this is like Shenny maybe was later. Oh, oh, they've had a couple that years COVID, where they, that that COVID year they I loaded do, up with Shenye. I give benefit of the doubt. Like the Wolves were nasty that year. It was too bad that COVID ruined it. The yeah. Stillman Shenye. Yes. Yeah, Shenye. They yeah. had that guy from uh, uh, Pekar. He came from Barry, I think. Oh, yeah, they still had Byfield. He was in the World Juniors. He was in the World Juniors, Chim. Yeah, 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 yeah. They no, they were loaded. Yeah. So oh, uh, what's really... his name too? He's on Calgary right now. Um, uh, Rizichka, no, Rizichka. Oh my god, was, was that? that the... Yeah, no, no, yeah, that was. Are you sure? Year before. No, R- year Rosie before. was on the team when I was there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was year before, year before when he had Luke. And okay. They Sorry. Also had a good I apologize. Team. But yeah. Roberto, you make a good point too. Like the picks in this Homer trade, the only pick they have that's going to be used next year is the fourth in twenty twenty three. Two seconds is is great, but it's in twenty four and twenty five. And maybe that I mean by 2025 the Wolves aren't going to be, you know. I'm hearing the year was supposed to be either this year, next year, like so. What is 2024 the year? Like I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's what's going to happen. Um, yeah, I yeah. really like the I, Hamilton London not done. No, the Hamilton London trade I thought made a lot of sense for Hamilton because they get the two young kids Lloyd and Testa back, and they still get their their second. So you're like, that's, that's what I thought would have been like a, a homes trade. You know what I mean? Or like theoretically, if they traded, if they're saying we're not going for it and they trade Ranger, like I'd like to see players, back. you know what I mean? But yeah. now it's like, I don't know. I'd like no, to know, see players what, back what too. Players, but what players do you get back? You gotta get, you gotta get a seven, like, 16 year old, 17 year old, yeah. but then like, you gotta be trading like, your their blue D, chip guys. Their D are all like their D is, is like deep in the sense. They have like way too many defensemen. Below like average, Bishop's though. been scratched. Yeah. Like B- Bish is going to have to B- watch Bish. He's going to be drawn into the lineup now quite a bit. Um, and again, you got to trade like it's either Boudreaux, Larmond. <laughs> One of those guys is going for sure. McCallum. One, they got to decide who they want their OAs to be, I guess, next year. I thought Homer was going to be in OA. I agree. Um, I fully agree, too. I mean, can you argue he's kind of underperforming this year? Yeah, maybe. But, like, I don't know. He's a captain of the team. I know a lot of people were saying that there's uh, there was a fear. Uh, I'm pretty sure – So I forget. Someone said, though, that there's a fear that Homer was going to go pro next year. When we chatted to him on the podcast, he said he was more than happy to be be in a way with Sudbury, but obviously that's not the case. Um, I do hope he kills it in Windsor. Like, I hope they absolutely go on a run, though. Yeah. Like, I hope. Like, getting traded once in the OHL is tough. Getting traded twice in the OHL is kind of rare, unless you're Alex Fraun and it happens within three hours. (laughs) But, but I mean, yeah. No, it's crazy. But, you got to think of your core now. You got what? You got Goyette, Musty, Villeneuve, Ron kind of fit in there. Walton. So, I mean, it's a good core. You got to got to find pieces around it. Joe Ranger's not back next year. I I would say the Wolves need to go out and get a, an 0-4 
05 goalie. Yeah. No. They yeah. need to do. Like, remember when, good, but he's, he's so young. Remember when you they know? brought in Perbu? I think they brought him in at the deadline the year before. Obviously, yeah, it did yeah. not work out anywhere close, but that's the that's the idea of you bring in a guy this year and like if if you get a good good half year from him, that's a bonus. But otherwise, you're just thinking about like get him climatized for next year, and then you got like someone like a one A one B with Krawchuk because he's he's Krawchuk has had a tough start, but he seemed pretty good the last few games. No, last few games, like he looks good. He's raw. Like he, yeah. I hope he ends up being a stud. I really hope he ends up being a stud. It's it's good, but yeah, no, it's gonna be interesting down the stretch here. Let's take a look at the standings, guys. Sudbury still uh, is in the ninth spot. They're one point behind Oshawa, who they play Friday. That's a massive game. That's a playoff game right there. If the Wolves still want to make the playoffs, like, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. But Mississauga, who's tanked down the standings, I mean, they're selling the farm. So um, they're in seventh. And then you look at the top, it's Ottawa, North Bay, Peterborough. Barry's taking a jump. They've made a few moves, too. North Bay has absolutely loaded up yep. uh, for uh, for the year. It's gonna be yep. it's gonna be an incredible finish, boys. Like I'm I'm excited. This is the best part of the year for OHL hockey. Yeah. Then you look is. at the West. Lundo is now at the top. Um, Windsor follows them, so I mean they got home and they're gonna be sick. Saginaw um, is in third. It looks like. Saginaw, a lot of people are saying Saginaw's year is next year. Next they're, year. They're is good now, year. though. They're good now. They are good now, but I'm hearing next year is their year. The Sioux is in eighth, um, which I don't know what they're they're going to do. Flint is in sixth, so still sitting uh, nice in a um, playoff, spot. playoff spot. The one rumor I'm also hearing is Shane Wright will be coming back to the OHL. Now, I don't know how true that is. Seattle said that he Seattle said that he would stick around with them. We'll see what happens. I don't know. But I'll tell you this, he won't be playing for Kingston, that's for sure. Everyone's saying his rights get traded to Kings uh to Peterborough with Brendan Ottman. That's what I'm hearing. Okay. So you, let's let's just do a little bit of guessing. Okay? You know where I think he goes? The London Knights. Guess, the, this yeah. this franchise always, when they know it's their year, they load the f up. And yeah, I don't know why I think something in the air with um their team this year, a bunch of NHL draft picks already. I just think they might just go all in and dump the whole farm for this guy. Tom, you know where he does go though? Where? I think Ottawa. Oh. Ottawa's just sneaky, been like lights out all year and they haven't they're like the only good team that like hasn't really made a move so they don't need to though if it ain't broke don't fix it like it's like but imagine they they get shane right down like down the middle he he becomes obviously your one c but he can also drop down to a two c and it's like it is like an hour down the road for him going to kingston okay okay but i like to go i could see that i'd like to see i'd like to see I mean, you think about the draft picks I went for Homer. What, what the hell would Kingston be after? 10, 10 picks. But will the crazy thing is they have to know by when's the deadline next week? Yeah. The 10th. Yeah. So, so I think it'd have to come out that Seattle's releasing them to go to the OHL first before any trades. 
Yeah, but they might not. Yeah. yeah. There's a chance he, de- but at that point, if you're there's a also a chance can- he doesn't come back. Yeah, I, I think rights can get traded without. Yeah, you can trade somebody's rights. Like he doesn't have to be. He's got a, co- a standard player for- contract in the OHL. The Wolves right? traded so- for that USHL defenseman this year. So, Who's if it was up to the player, if it was up to the player, I would go back because. To me, I think he is lacking the C word. You know what the C word is, boys? Confidence. He goes on a run with an OHL team after winning gold medal with the World Juniors with Canada, after being named captain, all the yada yada. He might come to camp next year with Seattle and just fit right in and have a role because he's got confidence. Maybe he was lacking that in Seattle, fourth overall pick, not getting, you know, not going second or even first this year. Maybe he needs to build his confidence back up, and maybe this is what he needs to, is to go on a little bit of a run for the OHL. I agree with you. I also okay. There's also a chance, like, he goes to a team, he comes back to the OHL, and, and they go all the way. Well, like, the OHL season finishes before the NHL season. So is there a chance Seattle gets into the playoffs and he becomes a black ace? Like, that's an amazing experience for a player. Robbie so like B, if, we got it all figured out, bud. If I'm Seattle, I'm sending him down like yesterday. You know what I mean? Yes, like he had yes. he had his fun the first half of the season. You know where he's at from like a, a pro perspective. Send him back. Let him get play. him that confidence level. I agree. I mean, Mace brought it up earlier. So Slavkovsky should also be nowhere near the NHL right now. Just let the kid play. Like, what's the point of having him in the NHL and he plays like 10 minutes a night? Thank for Bedard too. Yeah, and, not that he, not that he's gonna help them win. I'm, but. I'm, I'm not bringing up my Leafs, but I'm gonna bring them up, boys. Top five picks, like even Mitch Marner went back to London before. You know, Nylander played a couple of years in the American League. Sometimes it's not, it's not easy. Like I yeah, know it's... Matthews, McDavid, these guys come right in and play, but it's like it might take these guys longer. So bring them down to their junior clubs, get their confidence up. Like you don't have to jump them in right into the league. Like I know Bedard will probably step right in and. And dominate. I just think these guys just pan out to take some more years than expected. So yeah, no, it's it's definitely different this year. Mason, actually, I'm just I'm I'm so happy I can bring this up to you now as a United States fan. Uh, United States left off the leading point getter in the world. Thank you. Um, what's your thoughts, Mason? They could add an absolute stud up front. Um, Leafs draft pick. Thank you, Jim. Um, it happened in Canada a couple of years ago, I believe. Um, I don't. It's pretty common in the, in the World Juniors, I think. Yeah, and no, I agree. I think- Canada left Corson Kuhlman's off, who played with that this same squad in the U18s. He's uh, he went the NCAA route instead of uh, OHL, WHL. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just. Uh, I think there are some politics. Like obviously, the U.S. has the U.S. National Development Team, yep. and a lot of those kids make this team. Um, but it's all about the chemistry. Like Logan Cooley got Red Savage down the middle. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, for sure. Bring Kinda him along. Like yeah. Owen Beck. Owen Beck was top top five point getter in the NHL or OHL right now. He was left off the roster. Yep. That's right. uh, he uh, did make it, but more he, came, of a he got called style, up for yeah. a emergency call up because someone got, I think they were dealing with some injury issues. Uh, yeah. Doc. Yeah. 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 Um, so my question, Mason, you know the answer to this, and I could be, could be, it is very late, guys. And I'm going to ask this: Could a Red Savage, could he have played for Team Canada? Am I out to lunch on that? Yeah. Could he have played? Okay. But you, I think you declare pretty early on. Okay. 
Like I, I just didn't know he if he did it playing. when he did it. Okay. He was uh, also like, a uh, Sabri Wolves draft pick. He was a fifth round draft pick, I think. He yeah. would dominate mm-hmm. the OHL right now. Been electric. It's a good uh, question though. Even I think Nick chatted about it on his interview too. Like he had the Nick had the chance to play for Canada too, yeah, but he decided yeah. Marcus uh, too, right? Yeah, Marcus same way. He could have played US. Okay. I think I don't think Nick got invited, so he went the states route. Yeah, and Nick yeah. got. I think Nick got a little bit uh, got snubbed. got the screws put to him by. Uh, by but Canada. I think you get snubbed when for like that U sixteen or U eighteen tournament. Yeah, yeah. So then once you start playing with one country, then you're. I think you're kind of locked in junior wise, but I think you might be able to switch. I think Brett Hall might have went Canada World Juniors and then States afterwards. I think I can't remember the process, but I I can't remember if both teams have to essentially like sign off. Like Canada basically has to like if you're a Canadian at World Jays, they have to like release you, and then USA Hockey picks you up or something like that. Yeah, but it's yeah. not like it's not like an easy like oh i'm just gonna go to you know what i mean i didn't make canada's team so i'm gonna go mm-hmm. to the u.s camp or something yeah right. and and red kind of grew up in the states i, I think it was a pretty easy decision for him oh for mm-hmm. sure for sure yeah um yeah okay well that's really it for the ohl one thing one, uh, one more well, sorry oh do, yeah do we know how holmes got the news of his trade was for all i, I think yeah, I don't know. I think I think you got to like morning skate, basically pack your shit and away you go. Um, I don't think there was much to it. Maybe it once was, he settled. As... No, no, no. Maybe once he settled with Windsor, Chem, we can get him on for a little 10, 15 minute interview. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think Homer should walk into the Windsor dressing room and say, hey, boys, you got your piece. I I that would be hilarious. That would, that would be hilarious. Poor guy. That's brutal. Um, move right before we move on. We didn't mention it. Um, I don't know if it ha- if the news broke or whatever last part, but um, we do want to send uh, our thoughts and prayers to Lennon Knight, the family of Abakar Kizbekov, who uh, passed away. He was playing for the Knights. Um, he pa- passed away uh, the night after their game. Um, so just want to send our thoughts and prayers out to them. We do cover the OHL quite a bit, interview a ton of OHL players. So it's, uh, it's, it's tough to tough news to hear for sure, but, uh, thoughts and prayers. Um, okay, let's keep it moving. Pond hockey, uh, news, basically let, uh, let's pond hockey on the rocks is happening this year, February 3rd, 3rd and 4th. It's going to be a little bit different. It's not going to be at Ramsey. Looks like it's going to be at a combination of outdoor rinks and possibly NHA, Stick around. That's basically all the news we have for you. It's going to be a much smaller tournament, less teams. We'll let you know if BTB has a team, all that good stuff. Um, anybody have anything to add on pond hockey? No. Good? Yeah, good. Looking forward to it. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to the to um, the NFL, talking about Don's. I mean, the Super Bowl party is going to be unbelievable at Don's. And, I mean, I think it'd be uh, crazy of us not to mention, obviously, what happened this week. Uh, yeah. DeMar Hamlin going down middle of the game. It was kind of like what happened to Erickson uh, at the Euros. Um, scary stuff to see. And just to think, like, it's just, a you know, to think that that game was going to keep going was insane. Like, we're talking yeah. about a, someone's life here. Like, let's mm-hmm. let's be real. Um 
absolute crazy stuff. Hopefully, uh, Demar Hamlin uh, gets through this. They're giving updates. Um, honestly, if I'm the NFL, like I don't play a game until you know exactly what's going to happen with him. I don't think I, I don't think it's fair to anyone in the NFL. Like the, the, I agree. this is shocked. This is like send shock waves through so the NFL. I don't there, know. there. To me, there's no playbook for this. What like there is like no, this yeah. that happens. It's just like it's out of almost it not almost it's out of everybody's control when an incident like this happens and it's foot like not even just football like sports and like there's more to life than just sports. So it's like everyone kind of has to take a step back and realize that this is someone's life we're talking about too, right? So. Um, I agree, Jim, with that statement. I I didn't think of it like that, but I think the league should be almost beyond pause until we there's more news about this. I I agree. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it's 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 just crazy stuff. Like it, at at the end of the day, it's a game, right? It's a game, and we're talking about someone's life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also kind of scary to see because. A lot of people are are kind of like like you just read online, but a lot of people are diagnosing like like how the cardiac arrest happened from just blunt force. How do you get that out of the game of football, hockey? I don't know. I don't think you can. So like, yeah, it's a risk you take every time you play the game, um, which is uh, you know, yeah. A lot of people always complain about people getting like NFL players getting a lot of money, but it's like then a day you know, you are risking your life every time you touch the football field. Like, that's why guys' careers are legit. What, five five to Max. seven years? Yeah. yeah. So it's, Somebody actually mentioned it today in one of the interviews. Of It was like a former player was just talking about, like, the one thing that no one's also chatting about was, like, this court, like, finger. Obviously, everyone's just thinking about him and, like, making it to the next day. But, like, his family, like, he's so young and, like, had this promising NFL career. And now, like, I think this is his second year. So he's maybe made $800,000 and like, what's, what's, what happens? You know what I mean? To like him and the fan, like he probably yeah. won't play another NFL game again. So what and happens? NFL there? only covers five years after too for medical. Yeah. So what Which happens? That's insane. Yeah. So I don't the know. The amount of think- money NFL makes, like. I think you see how toxic this league, like really all pro sports, but like even the NFL in general, like who runs the league, like yeah. how much money was being thrown around just on this, this, this game is like going to be the most watched regular season game in NFL history. And then obviously everything happens and like, the, like some people are joking about it, but like the number one conversation really from like, is like from a sports betting angle of like, what happens? Like, what happens to everyone's money? What happens to the fantasy football? What like, and that's who runs the NFL, right? I don't know. I don't think they're going to play the game is what I'm reading right now. I think they're going to go winning percentage for the AFC. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So there are, it's crazy. There are a lot of implications uh, for sure. Roberto, like you said, Mm -hmm. my fantasy Um, football finals dependent on that game. Which, yeah. like, I don't really care about it in the grand scheme of things. Um, but imagine some, like, some people that spend a lot of money gambling. For sure. 
it's still not the biggest bigger picture here, but yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're saying. No, for sure. But that's what the NFL run, runs on. So I'm yeah. not surprised they wanted to resume it. But yeah, here we are. But yeah. staying the on the football day, topic. Yeah. yeah. Staying on the football topic, Jim. Do you think we can recreate the atmosphere we had at the Don's Pizza for the Super Bowl? For sure. I think Super Bowl would be would be awesome. Um, it'd be I think it'd be a little bit different too. We'd have to get um, some like uh some squares going, maybe a 50-50, make it more oh, sure. You know what I think we should do? And I'm gonna we're we I hear I see the red button in the top left quarter. I think we should run a Super Bowl Life finals pot? prop pool. Oh yeah, for sure. We Your entry pool. fee is like who will have more oh, receiving yeah. yards out of these two receivers. You know, and whoever has the most correct answers yeah, are like the 12 like categories. Over under 104 yards. Yeah. Yeah, we can No, do I that. love it. I okay. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that'll be yeah, that'll be electric. Okay. That'll be good. Yeah, good stuff. Um, okay. Well, boys, let's get into uh our interview. Our interview today was with Paul Paduti. Um, if you don't know Paul Paduti, he started adjusted hockey, which really set the criteria, um, some type of metric for measuring if someone should get into the hockey hall of fame or not. Um, and he'll be the first guy to tell you that it's not the be all end all. Um, he, you know, he's just trying to give some type of metric, which I think is, was great. No one else is doing it. And he's from Sudbury. It's awesome. Um, he, it was a side gig that he did side project. He did for like a, a bunch of years now, over 2000 hours he put into it. Um, and it's a really interesting chat we had with him one of my favorite interviews so we'll send it off to paul but before that let's talk to you about pin golf and then we'll talk to you about any chair as well pin golf want to thank everyone over the holidays that bought their special someone some type of pin golf gift um btp made the leaderboard for uh top pin sales so always love to see that um they have the dart, the range finder. You can actually get the dart and range finder for 229 bucks um, as a package, which is sick. Um, great stuff going on at pin as always BTB 20 for 20% off uh, everything in the store and stick it on the golf topic before we get an interview, Tom, NHA, take it away. Yes. Thank you. And the Northern hockey Academy is happy to launch their 2023 golf league. Okay, so bear with me. Here are some of the details. All levels of golfers are welcome. Scores will be handicapped to even the playing field. The league will be a two-person scramble, so make sure you find a partner. And I'm announcing my partner for the BTB team is the insider, Zach Matheson, and we will be we will be posting content when we are there. So excited for that. Uh, there will be a 10-week season. You need to get a round in each week starting on January 9th uh, to the 15th, obviously wrapping up around the March 13th week. Uh, There's weekly prizes every week. And the last two weeks will be the playoff format. Okay. So each week, everyone will play the same course and with the same conditions. So I'm I'm curious to see what Daryl Mox is going to throw at us at the Sims some weeks. Cost is $450 per person, so $900 per team. Uh, and the points are accumulated every week uh, to determine the league standing. So some of the courses, I'm really looking forward to, to play some of these at the Sim. Cobble Beach, just to name one of them. I'm actually 
not going to the actual Cobble Beach in July, but uh, a few of our uh, Max Whitehead put a group together to go mid-July uh, to the Ontario Cobble Beach. I know it's not the same, but um, so excited to play that, the Sims at NHA, and as well the Royal Troon, Jim, where the uh, the Open Championship was held as well a couple of years too. So NHA doing good things all the time. Excited to be a part of it with, with obviously BTB and do some content there. And uh, looking forward to their winter golf league to tune me up for my summer golfing season. For sure, awesome. So good so stuff, Tom. I'm yep. in town for four months. Yeah, Am I, I just gonna caddy for you. You can come caddy, Mace. Mace, <laughs> I know this is on air. I I did not know you were home. Honestly, I don't listen when you speak. I apologize. I'm gonna take. Uh, I will f- sincerely say sorry. I, I but, can just be a call up, I guess. With but Hebo. dude, don't. Mox was saying he needs to be the same partner, but you know Zach Matheson is as busy as you are, so you will be my partner when he's not available. Okay, one hundred percent. I'll just go practice my free throws. The court's Get ready awesome for our little little skills comp at NHA. I We're... can't wait until we do it uh, a skills comp on the court and Mace just dunks over Tommy. Putting the net at nineteen. <laughs> No, I got some winter that week going right now. I need to I need to start working out here and get back into a little playing shape. Which Maybe I'll you get can a couple do. extra yards in the golf swing, though. Which which you can also do at NHA. I know that a little plug there. Hello, yeah, four months, dude. Just come work out when I'm playing. I'll just shoot the shit with you. The weights are right there. Yeah, no? I could do that. A little celebrity shot. When so the you're the golf league. You just have to get around in during the week. You don't, during that not, week. It's not like. Set During day. that week, not a set day. Okay, no. cool. I like that. Yep. Nice job. Man. Um, beautiful. All right. Well, with that, we'll send it. And right before, sorry, boys, just want to mention, um, the Windsor Spitfires did play tonight against Saginaw. They won five two. Jacob Holmes plus one with the point. Hey, how are you, Homer? Out of boy, proud of you. All right, we'll send it off to Paul Paduti. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have an awesome guest to kick off the new year. He is a senior manager at KPNG, and during the COVID pandemic, decided to create a point system validating NHL players for the Hall of Fame. His site, Adjusted Hockey, has created the Paduti Point System, PPS, which you hear a lot uh, in this podcast. It puts NHLers on an even playing field, given their era, position, and a multitude of factors to determine their worthiness to be inducted in the Hall of Fame. Today, we'll dive deep into everything that goes into his calculations and chat about some of the Hall of Fame subs that are still waiting for their entry. He himself is an, also an NOJHL alumni, no big deal, backstopping the Sudbury Northern Wolves from 03 to 06. Please welcome Paul Paduti to the B2B podcast. How's it going? Great, guys. Thanks Thanks a lot for having me. Uh, I'm a big fan, so I, I know <laughs> I was joking with you, Alex, but you guys should be really proud of this, that uh, the product's awesome. You've kept it up for a long time, so uh, I'm a big fan of you guys, and I'm, uh, I'm excited to chat today. Awesome. Oh, well, we, we appreciate that. And obviously we we've turned into fans of, uh, of your work too. Tom was going through the site and he was absolutely just stunned at everything. I was having a field day. I was having a field day. Yeah. Yeah. Tom's a big stack guy. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll dive into it. So, um, Paul, obviously on top of work, now you're getting the hockey press treatment, um, hopping on uh, a lot of shows and how busy have things been since you've released uh, the site? It, it honestly just came out of nowhere. Um, I had never sent a tweet or written an article 
in late October. And I put, you know, I kind of had the courage to put this product out there online and it, it just blew up right away almost in it. Yeah. It was really flattering and humbling and exciting. Um, but to answer your question, I, it's, it's, it's been busy. There's no question because I, I work during the day. Right. And I, I yeah. usually get up at five 30 and I put in a couple hours on this project uh, before I go to work and maybe uh, slip in the odd answer to a tweet during the day. But otherwise uh, I have to do this in my spare time. So that's been, that's been something. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. That, it's crazy that it's kind of been like on the side of a full-time job, which I know I know you're busy with. It's crazy. One question before uh, we go into the earlier days. Has Kyle Davidson, obviously, you know, his great buddies, <laughs> has he offered you a job yet? Because if not, like Kyle, he's got to get on it. <laughs> Love that. No, he, he hasn't. It's, it's actually funny, though. Uh, the people that are working in hockey these days, they're actual data scientists and you know, uh, this has been really awesome, but I am not a data scientist, <laughs> right? I'm a, I'm an accountant and a weekend golf hacker and uh, as, as great as it's been. Um, I don't, I don't think at this point I'm even qualified, but, uh, Kyle's been a big supporter and I've, I've appreciated his help a lot. Awesome. Let's, uh, let's go right from the start, Paul. We always go right back to the start of everyone's career. Like what got you into hockey at first? And were there any sports that you played growing up besides hockey? Yeah, sure thing. So I I actually have more of a baseball family. So when I was really young, uh, my dad had no real visions of us playing hockey, just thought, you know, it's kind of violent, expensive in arenas. And he loved baseball. And he kind of coached my brother and I all the way through. Uh, mm -hmm. My brother played actually two years in the Jays minor league system as well. So he's a a rare Sudbury baseball player who left Sudbury to play baseball. Um, but that was kind of uh, my upbringing. And then when I was, I think eight, eight years old, I got a pretty late start to hockey, you know, I played a year out of net and I, I went in net. I think that's my first season there, that photo in the background. I think I was in <laughs> grade four and I just got hooked and it was just to the point that, you know, it was a great move. I'm glad my, my dad relented and put us in hockey because uh, you know, I have lifelong experiences from it. No question. For did, sure, did goalie you... dad too. That's that's tough. Goalie dad's not easy. <laughs> oh no, I, my brother was a pitcher, so my poor dad. He never could just relax, you know, and just let the just let you blend in. It's like no, if they play bad, it's yeah. gonna be a long far ride home. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, Paul, did you always have a knack for stats? Like, what got you into like the analytical side of hockey? Like, I noticed on the elite prospects, and you can back me up if it's true. You were scholastic player of the year in the Noge. Am I right about that? <laughs> yeah you got me it was yeah <laughs> too funny what 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 like got you involved with the analytical side with hockey some people just uh, even when I was playing too I always found a passion uh to me to always look up the stats like what got you into it into it for yourself it was it was honestly Tommy a day one thing like when I was nine years old I would get a baseball glove and the NHL almanac like you know that one that's like yeah. a thousand pages and yeah. I was just a nine-year-old hauling that thing around and I'm sure my parents were like what is with this kid but um from day one I just I always was trying to like measure who's the best player and I was always curious in that's in that type cool. of thing finally you know I don't want to say finally with the lockdowns but it did create a rare opportunity where I could sort of dive into this lifelong project I just wanted to do mm -hmm. and who has the time to put in a few thousand hours on something right? yeah no cool. doubt yeah 
Unreal. Um, and obviously, also, you spent some time uh, in, in NOJHL. How did you find yourself on the Northern Wolves? <laughs> I, you know, I just, I just kind of chipped away at it. Like, I, I got a late start in hockey, and I was never, I was never on an OHL trajectory or anything like that. Like, I was a solid Bantam into AAA goalie, but I kind of found a gear a bit when I was probably about 17. And um, I don't know if I was a late bloomer, but, you know, I was never destined to be in the NHL and I knew that and I, I had a great time playing junior A we had an awesome group uh when I was 19 turning 20 we won the league in our last year and that was a huge thrill um and that's that's pretty much when I had shut it down so I haven't been on the ice since if you could believe that I sold the gear immediately after I haven't made a save in 17 years here so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh wow cool yeah. I find the trend though, because we have we have one of our close buddies too, Paul, who just got out of out of hockey too, and he was a goalie, and they get rid of their gear right away. Was there yeah, was true. there a re- was there a reason for that? You just didn't want to put them back on. I I don't know. I just like the thought of playing men's league. Like you get the worst ice times, and you just yeah. get peppered. And <laughs> you know, when I played, I was pretty serious. Like I I wasn't the guy who just like went there to goof off. And the the idea of men's league, yeah, I, I just I knew it wasn't for me, and I didn't want anyone to convince me. You That's know. Funny play a tournament this and that and goalies are in demand so i basically just disappeared (laughs) (laughs) into the golf game full time i love it (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) um okay so let's dive in jamil mentioned in the intro uh adjusted hockey paul and the pps system like how did it all start and what made you want to pursue this you mentioned earlier obviously when COVID hit but run us through basically what what brought you to this idea yeah sure so there is a very big online industry about the baseball hall of fame and it's a really big deal and not to say the hockey hall of fame is but people don't talk about it uh, nearly enough so part of it was me seeing an opportunity where i couldn't figure out why nobody was talking about it more and i almost wanted to create the market if that makes sense Um, Mm -hmm. Not that I'm making money out of this just yet, but when I say market, I just <laughs> a place for people to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Talk about it, and I, I figured if I could be the first person to get out there and give it, do it justice, and actually have uh, a sensible approach to it that people can get behind. And oddly enough, right away, like the output, the single number really resonates with people because people don't care about all the inputs you know that's just not the society we live in people want to know like what's the number and how does that compare to other people and and i kind of got that right away i didn't Mm -hmm. want to be a stats person who was just complicating and muddying things i wanted it to be like something that anyone can just attach themselves to and i think that's why uh it got off to a good start anyway yeah, no, no doubt. You, you're absolutely right. At, at the end of the day, everyone's looking for that end, end result and, and seeing how, how it compares. And, and you laid it all clearly for sure um, in the player cards, which we'll talk about um, a little bit later. So you did this on top of work, like like we mentioned, and, and you said over 2,000 hours, which is, I mean, insane. So when you were in the thick of it, was it like uh, something you'd pick up when you had time or did you have like a set schedule when you were going to work on it? Oh, that's a good question. Um, at first, it was just when I had free time and I didn't really know what I had, right? You can just picture I just start with a blank slate and every player and I'm just trying to find like some combination that spits something out that people can get behind. Um, so it was just like whenever it was more of a hobby at first and yeah. then some, 
point in 2022, I was just, I could feel I was getting close to the finish line and I was kind <laughs> of like, okay, I, I need to formalize this. Like, what is it? And that's when I sort of came out with, okay, I need a website. This needs to reside somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I need to do more work on the site to get all the information out there. That's probably a future step. But um, I just, this year, I just kind of in the summer, even though lockdowns were winding down, I just got into it. And every free second I had, I put towards this because I wanted it to be out in the fall for Hockey Hall of Fame season. Yeah. People talk about it twice a year, right? They talk about it October into November when they have the induction. And then again in the spring when they, they say who's going to be inducted. So right. that's sort of like I was trying to peak at the right time, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. It was, it was perfect time, timing for sure. I think it was like, what, a week a week right before uh, mm -hmm. it uh, they did the Hall of Fame ceremony, right? Yeah, that's right. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that's wild. How many um, combinations of like the formula did you have before you, you settled on the, on the one you went with? Uh, I have a lot of Excel's on my desktop. <laughs> that have probably like version 37. Like I just kept tweaking it and massaging it and just saying like, what, uh, after doing all the research, like what represents a player's career best. And there's no right answer for that. Yeah. Right guys. It's like, you could come up with a formula tomorrow that maybe you think is better. It's just mm -hmm. mine's kind of past the sniff test with people, I guess. For sure. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Paul, where did you start when creating uh, PPS? There are so many factors in your system, obviously. Like what was the starting point for you? Would you say? Uh, so there's something out there called jaws in baseball. And I don't know if in any of your research you saw it, but it's like the baseball hall of fame metric. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's quite a bit simpler than mine. I tried at first to replicate that, to be perfectly honest with you, but I realized that it's not the same type of information out there. And uh, hockey fans value other things more like playoffs and awards and the baseball version doesn't do that. So I knew I had to make it a little bit more robust and that's what kind of sent me down that rabbit hole. Uh, but baseball and jaws as it's called was a bit of an inspiration or starting point. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, no, it, it's, it's interesting that no one's ever like really done something for hockey. And, and like you said, you found the opportunity. It's, that's mm -hmm. wicked. Um, so let's, let's break it down. So obviously going through your website, it starts with, uh, eras and, and position. How did you find the breakdown of the five eras to be the most appropriate one? Um, great question. Yeah. You guys do your homework. <laughs> oh yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. I'm not surprised, but, uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I was trying to find uh, similar splits in eras. So you had like the original six sort of stands alone because it's yeah. been 26 years. And then that left 25 years before where the NHL was kind of just finding its identity and expansion kind of led to one thing. And, you know, in the mid nineties, I called that the modern era. And then I've, I've done another split. It hasn't mattered yet, but I've called like the post COVID era. Um, those players, like no one's really talking about them for the Hall of Fame, like yet, because it's the Kale McCars or guys that are, you know, in year five of their career. But yeah. Okay. Cool. One uh, one question I had about uh, I saw on the site. So you mentioned in the write up, like the Jack Hughes part where it says the COVID era. Paul, do you think there's going to be a name for that era or is it actually going to be like, I kind of <laughs> like the ring to COVID era because everyone knows around that time, you know, the, there was no fans in the building, et cetera. Like, or do you think there's going to be a different name? I don't know. I hope so. Cause it's just kind of yeah. such like a, <laughs> an ugly name, right? It's, yeah. That's, that's the starting point was three years ago and what's been dominating the world. I hope 
I hope there's something more exciting to talk about in the current quarter century than COVID, but I guess uh, time will tell. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. I, I could see it even being like the McDavid Bedard era or something like that. You know, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I love it. Trade market. Trade market. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, next po- question I got for you, Paul. Like this is to me, Chimino mentioned before. Like I loved, you know, the stat stuff and going through your website. I, it, what what you have done is just uh, magnificent to me. But the next one I got for you is obviously like take us through the factors for like the PPS. Like which one would you say is your favorite, or what? what, what which one would you say you found like the most unique? Sure. Th- thanks for the compliment, Tommy. No problem. Um, the the part that I think brought the whole system together and that mm-hmm. I love it's the peak because what it does is yeah. you could just take like what happens is when people measure careers, they take like career and then guys like Patrick Marlowe look really, really good because they played forever. And then guys like Eric Lindros, who didn't play that long, don't look as good because he was better than everyone, but not for very long. And so what the peak does is it takes someone's seven best years and assigns a score to it. And that's sort of what made this work the best, I think, because you have your career, that's like the sum of everything. You have your pace, which is how efficient you were, but it's that peak that makes the Pavel Burries and the Peter Forsbergs and the guys who were really good for a long time that weren't just, you know, 35 on the third line banking points and then they climb up the scoring leader but does that really make your career better i mean to me it probably doesn't so peak to me is the exciting one like what was someone at their absolute best and that that's a cool thing for me yeah no doubt and and i know it's your your all-time leader is bobby Orr. and honestly not not as surprised you talk about guys that had a short season right who knows what could have been um if there's the technology for for his knees back then but yeah no that's interesting and on the player card i guess is the high noon a part of that peak um because i know I, I noticed you use that term as well yeah so uh the high noon i named it after larkel's my favorite band, yeah, uh, yeah maybe, maybe yeah. you guys picked up on that i wasn't sure but, <laughs> um the idea was like, if you're talking about someone's hall of fame career and I used Patrick Marlowe earlier, so let's run with him. Like he was never the top guy in the league. And I think when you're having a hall of fame debate, you should probably have been one of the best players at your position for an extended period of time. So mm-hmm. separate from PPS, I have this high new number out there and that is on your best, it's a three-year rolling average, but um, at your best, what was your standing in the NHL? So were you the number one player? Were you the 10th? Were you the 30th? And I think that matters because if you're the 30th best player at your peak, you probably don't belong in the Hall of Fame. So that's what high noon is. It's where you stood at your best. Okay, cool, cool, interesting. Um, and and the Hall of Fame standard for PPS is, is 235 um right for forwards for for forwards forwards. yeah defensemen and goalies have a different bar for sure yeah no makes sense and i guess how did you land on on that number for all the all different positions uh so there are and i have a whiteboard up in my room (laughs) i've always had it up and so there are uh 60 where is it there 61 post expansion forwards so the 61st best guy in PPS is where the standard is. It doesn't mean those gotcha. are the guys in the Hall of Fame, but that's, I always, the number of guys who qualify for my Hall of Fame match what's in the Hall of Fame. So that's mm-hmm. where I came up with that. Okay, cool. 
Interesting. Um, yeah, no, I love that. And so in your system too, it's most, it, it, it is more NHL based. A lot of people um, in the hall of fame do, do value international play and people can have a debate on that as well. Do you see that fitting in at some point? Did you try to fit it in um, the system as well, or could it be another branch of adjusted hockey based on international career? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, great question. Um, it's more, my measure is more of an NHL measure and what yeah. it's missing is they do factor in, junior hockey world championships things like that and i don't go there only because it's almost impossible to assign a decent number to that and i would have been working on it for another two years honestly (laughs) yeah yeah, it's just too much so i had to draw some lines somewhere i always say though that this is a starting point like i'm not that person who will talk to someone and be like you're too above this standard that i made so you're in or you're out it has to be you have to talk about intangibles. You have to talk about things I'm not measuring. And it's, it's always been important to me not to be like that egghead guy who's just telling everyone, Oh, according to my calculations, like, I don't want to go there. Um, I think it's important to like, listen to other people and to have their input and to consider intangibles and things like that. So that's been a big part of what I'm trying to do is I'm just creating a conversation and this is a starting point. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And, and uh, already we could see where, where things could grow, right. Which is, uh, which is really cool. Tom. Yeah. Uh, let's move into the player cards, Paul. Like how did you come up with the graphic and the, and the designs for the PPS player cards? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, so I'm an accountant, as you guys said, and in the last couple of years, like this has been such a good, personal development project for me because I'm not a graphic designer. I'm not a data engineer. I'm not a writer and I've had to be, and I've, I've just done a lot of trial and error. Like there are some cards out there with modern players Mm -hmm. and I didn't really want to just rip them off or anything like that. So I tried to make it unique, but I honestly had so many versions of what the final product was. And even now I look at it, I'm like, I want to tweak something, but it's like, don't really have the time unfortunately but uh mm-hmm. it's trial and error like i've been really quietly slugging away at this for longer than anyone would probably understand <laughs> being yeah. Yeah. yeah i still managed to be a uh, mediocre 13 handicap golfer <laughs> so yeah i don't know how i've been able to do it all you know <laughs> no i honestly i i don't know i i don't know either no, i'm kidding around i'm kidding around. <laughs> no no it's it's impressive um <laughs> And, and for your player cards, do you have one? Like, did you make one for every player or like, or you just punch it in he, when, when you see fit for, he made one for himself and then he followed out. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine has, mine is a worth zero. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. So what I have to do is I have to grab the photo and the logo and otherwise all the data populates. So it takes me about one minute to do one. Um, wow. My next sort of phase here is to create a searchable database online so that you know if tommy likes uh steve eiserman he can just go and grab the card and at any point it's just i have to figure out how to do that uh one on the the data side and two does this have monetizable features like how do i do this i don't want to just dump it on the internet for free right now because there's enough interest in it i'm not looking to get rich or something like that it's just i have to figure out where 
this data's places sort of in the hockey world and what to do with it. So that's sort of my 2023 goals now that cool. I can quiet down a bit with um, some of the Hall of Fame stuff kind of quieting. So, yeah. Yeah, no, no doubt. There, there's definitely I, the opportunity for monetization is 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 definitely there. No, no one's doing, uh, doing this uh, mm-hmm. type of thing, which is uh, which is wicked. Um, and yeah, and and you answered our actually our, our next question was if if there was going to be a site for people uh, to to search players. So that 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 checks that off. That's perfect. Um, now let's dive into some players here. Obviously, the big one. Um, we've sent you a list, but the big one everyone's talking about is Alex McGillney, um, obviously, who's been snubbed for, for a while now, and people are having a hard time figuring out why. Um, what, what's your take on him using uh, using the PPS? So he, I called him, I think, in a tweet the other day, the most glaring omission from the Hockey Hall of Fame. I saw that. I saw <laughs> that. Yeah, uh, so, and, and he is, and it's, there's a statistical side of which he's he's easily qualified. It must have it here somewhere. He's uh, the standards 235 and he is 274. So he kind of blows it away on the numbers. And he also defected from uh, the Soviet Union in the late 80s. And that created like a floodgate of Europeans getting to play in North America. And that was a really risky thing at the time. So that part as well, on top of already having a statistical case, it's it's kind of mind-blowing. Um, a lot of people think that he's kind of a weird dude and he always shunned away from the spotlight and that he might not even embrace being inducted. And a lot of people mm. think that that may be why he hasn't been inducted because he's not a good sell. Um, so mm. interesting and spicy take yeah. there, but... <laughs> Yeah, no, that that is uh, interesting. You you think on on just merit like uh, his career alone and, and his career yeah. alone, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and and definitely like you said, um, kind of pioneering Russian hockey in in uh, in North America. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, the next player or or goalie we'll we'll go into, um, and I think it's going to be interesting. I don't know, like. I think on international success he'll get in, but if you look at NHL wise, it'd be it'd be pretty close. I think would be Carey Price, um, who's had two cup runs, uh, one where he didn't he really wasn't uh, in that for, and obviously twenty twenty one. So w- where does Carey Price fall on uh, on PPS? He's a great case, and I, I'm glad that uh, you guys came up with him. And I, I'm sure you're a fan based on your hat, Alex. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is like statistically borderline. So 317 is the goalie standard for his era, and he's 318. Oh, but wow. I really, I really do think he's going to get in for a couple of reasons. The Hall of Fame's been so stingy. Um, like in your lifetime, the only people who have been in are Hasek, Broder, Belfour, Wa, and Luongo. Yeah. And so they don't let anybody in. <laughs> But Price, like, he just was the guy for, you know, call it even three years. Like, when he was on Team Canada, he won MVP, which goalies don't usually do. I just think his peak and his uh, reputation as the top guy for so long, even though the stats are borderline, I think I think he's going to get it in would be my thought. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think uh, internationally, for sure, um, his oh, with the World Juniors <laughs> – uh world Cup, I always, yeah olympics like i agree i always like thought of him the same or maybe 
little bit less than Luongo. Like, I, I can't see them. They were never yeah. much different, in my opinion. I don't know. I'd, yeah. I'd also... Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it'd be interesting to see, like, where he kind of compares with, like, a guy like um, Marc-Andre Fleur, who's won a ton of cups, like, but internationally wasn't, like, the guy, right? Uh, he kind of yeah. got outshunned by uh, but Price, but strictly NHL-wise, like, you got to me. I would say a Flurry's got got to get in, but I, I don't know what what's your take. Mm-hmm. He's within one, I think, in my system. So it shows Crazy. how often it like Flurry played longer. I his he was never as good as Pete Carey Price, but he you know arguably has done it for longer. Well, he has done it for longer and had a little more team success. So it's funny that that's like the exciting part about the system is like you just drop a name and then you go, Oh, well, two guys I think are similar and they're yeah. within one. And it, that's, what's good about it. Luongo actually blows them both out of the water because really, yeah. And I don't think his reputation for whatever reason, I don't know if it's just cause he's a guy who didn't take himself seriously or played yeah. on some bad teams for a while there, but um, he scores really, really well. And if you look at his save percentage, like he's next level, yeah. um, but, you know, it depends what matters to you, too. It's not just what I say, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. For sure. yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's interesting debates for sure. Yeah, Tom? One person I want to ask about, because obviously me and Alex being hockey coaches is Rod Brendamore. He spent, you know, f- over 1,400 games as a player. But now he's spent the last 10 years uh, assistant coach and obviously head coach now with Carolina. Like, where do you see him lining up? I know, you know, playing and coaching totally different, but me alone that resume just adds up for him to get inducted but yeah it's that's a great it's a great case um his hockey as a player case is light I yeah. think um, he gets brought up a lot and I'm probably not going to make any friends as I always say like he's eyes way below the standard or whatever and <laughs> let's be honest Rod could uh take us all out and probably one drop <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know, he's become kind of beloved because he's a great coach. He's an intense guy. He's a lot of fun. And I think it would be a good thing if he did get in the way that the hall of fame uh, has their categories. There's no real way to blend the two. And I I wonder if that's something that might evolve over time or if they do it quietly without ever announcing it. Like he's close as a player, probably not there, but if he wins a cup and, you know, has Jack Adams trophy for top coach. It's like they need to start, I think, considering someone's hockey life and not necessarily just one or the other. So I think I agree. Around something there. I yeah. agree. Cool. Um, oh, who's another guy here? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I'm more of a polarizing like figure. Like he was like, he, he was an absolute show was, was JR J- Jeremy Roenick. Like where, where does he st- sit on, uh, on your system? He's he's qualified actually. Yeah. Uh, he does he does quite well. Um, he seems to be overlooked. And I'm not sure if that you know he didn't get any award love. He never did win the cup. Uh, he wasn't on that team USA that won the World Cup in '96 that sort of blew up USA hockey. Um, I do think his window's probably passed. And I you guys are probably yeah. familiar. He got he got turfed due to some inappropriate comments when he worked for sure in yeah. media. And I think like he was probably so borderline that that might be sort of the death blow on his case. I, I could yeah. be wrong. Like by the numbers I have, but I don't see, yeah. I don't see him sailing in from, if I'm being honest. For sure. No, that's, that, that's a great point. Um, two more here. So obviously uh, another big name um, 
who probably didn't have the best NHL career, like in terms of stats, but obviously scored one of the biggest goals in Canadian hockey histories is Paul Henderson. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see, you know, wh- where does he kind of stand with you? Well, his, his player case is, is really weak. Yeah. Um, like he's, I think he's about a 50 point player, um, like average per 82 games in his own era. Um I tend to lean no, and it probably makes me seem un-Canadian or something like that because I know <laughs> it's polarizing. But the uh, the problem is like, and I I, I knew you guys are going to ask, so I looked it up. He is basically Brendan Gallagher. If Brendan Gallagher scored the golden goal instead of Crosby, and you know, you I, you guys are that's someone you guys are both familiar with in your yep. own. I mean, it's like, would you put Gallagher in the Hall of Fame if he scored at Vancouver? Yeah, it's tough. And I know that there's it's been 50 years, and that may have been even more significant than Crosby. But it's just like it's so hard to get him there. And the '72 team has their own uh, section of the Hall of Fame. They have a statue. It's like they've been honored. So much that kills me to say, like, I'm okay if he doesn't get in. It's not a tragedy if he does, but it's you know, not just yeah, no, definitely not. No, it makes sense. Yeah. No, I agree. And honestly, <laughs> like we, we only, we only know, right. Paul, Paul Henderson for, for that one goal, right. No exactly. one ever talks about his yeah. NHL um, career. Cause yeah. you know, there wasn't much to it. Right. Like you said, like a, like a Brendan Gallagher, which is a, a fantastic comparison. I, I mm-hmm. never thought of it uh, that way, which is uh, it, it, it puts it into to good uh, perspective mm-hmm. um, for sure. One more person we got to do it because because Mason Savage is a, is our our producer of the podcast. Where <laughs> where does Brian Savage sit? I know yeah. like he, he's had he has one of the craziest stories coming up in hockey. But uh, how's his NHL career look? Yeah, I love the I love the local angle. I'm glad you guys <laughs> asked. Uh, so uh, I do a lot of stuff where I adjust for era. So it's like in in any in a neutral era. So he was he didn't have a long career, but he was the equivalent of 26 goals per 82 games, which actually when I looked that up was way better than I was expecting. Like that's a good that's a solid player, no question. Now his PPS mm-hmm. is is 114. So I mean I don't th- I don't think you were asking me because you thought he'd be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I think he's happy probably being in the Sudbury Hall of Fame. But I came up with a couple like modern comps just to put him in context. Yes, and, I love this. Yeah, it was uh, Kevin Hayes and Jason Zucker. So Ooh, yeah, okay. like those are good respected guys. They're not going in the Hall of Fame, but just kind of that's what I try to do a lot based on who I'm talking to. It's like the younger you are an active player, the older player you are. comparisons. Yeah. yeah. So, so my system's able to do that, which is a cool thing because then I can, when I'm trying to make a case on someone positively, negatively, whatever I say, well, they're like person X and, and then yeah. it tends to resonate. So yeah, it's cool. a great, great career, but I don't think, I don't think he's going to the hall of fame. I'm sure he's okay with it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no doubt. No, it's uh it's so interesting. Like the, it it is like it's so hard to get into the Hall of Fame. Like oh, it, yeah. like making the NHL is one thing to be a Hall of Famer is like you have to be on another level, which uh, which is really uh, really interesting. I, I'm just people are coming to the top of my head here. Sorry, Paul, if I put you on the spot, but oh, okay. uh, I, I, another one I remember Chicklets was all over Thomas Guy uh, Guy Carbonel, who they didn't think was was worthy over a guy like McGillney. What what what's your thoughts on him? Carbono rates so so poorly. Like I yeah. and I, I generally try to like even my Twitter content. I try not to like highlight the 
the glaring mistakes in the Hall of Fame because it does no good. But he's, you know, his case is exclusively that he won a few cups and he was, he had the reputation as the top defensive player. And it, those yeah. are tough, right? It's like being like a closer in baseball. It's like you don't play that much, but you're a specialist. And does that warrant your inclusion? I mean, Guy Carboneau is a stretch for me, and I don't necessarily think he strengthened the Hall of Fame, but, yeah, just my two cents. Yeah, no, and, and I agree with you uh, 100%, especially with guys that are off the board like like mm-hmm. we, we've talked about for sure. Mm-hmm. Um one one more and then and then we'll get we'll keep going. I, I love this. Um Mike Felino. I, I'm going with the local trend here. How does Mike score on uh on PPS? Uh, I have to look him up, but yeah, we can do that while we're talking here. You know what's a really interesting thing? Um when you look at career totals, my, there's a huge gap between Mike and Nick. And one of the things that I do is I neutralize for error, right? I use like some of the data that's out there. And when it comes to career points at the exact same point in their career, a couple of years ago, when I did this, they were a handful of points difference. And I think Mike has the reputation as being way more of a scorer, but he played in the eighties when goals were flying. Right. And yeah post lockout where there's like under six goals a game mm-hmm. and that's part they were almost like an inspiration where you look at the two generations and you say they were way closer in offensive ability than you'd ever think mike still has the edge but it's it's pretty tight um i look up that's what, wicked yeah and that's the type of like eye-opening things where you know, people say, oh, you hit 40 goals. It's like, well, in the 80s, like dozens of guys were hitting 40 goals. Yeah. If you do oh, yeah. now, a handful are. So that's part of what I'm trying to do. So Mike is 134 on PPS. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It, interesting. And like you said, for is like obviously adjusting is crazy. Like even like way back in the day, like we're talking like wartime. Like, do you just like, do you just when like people had to go to war and, and stuff, stuff like that? Uh, yeah. The, like it's out there. And so yeah. back then they only had 14 skaters say, so right. that's crazy. Instead of an 18. So if you have a big point total, it's like, well, a forward was probably playing 30 minutes, right? Maybe more. So there are adjustments for things like that. Um, I didn't come up with some of those concepts. I don't want to take credit for it, but I'm trying to bring a lot of them to the mainstream in a way that people will understand. But yeah, those are like real adjustments. No question. Yeah. Cool. Now I got, uh, I got to, I got to skip to some general questions for you, Paul. Like we mentioned this whole, basically interview, how busy you are with this and, and work. And like you mentioned golf in the summer, like, do you watch a lot of hockey when you can, or are you an (laughs) avid fan? Who's your favorite team? Run me through all all those questions. Yeah, I do. I do still watch a lot of hockey. Um, I get Sportsnet now. I guess I used to be Game Center, and I just, like, blast through games in 30, 40 minutes, like, before I go to bed. And I watch a lot of Leafs, and I watch a lot of Penguins because I'm a huge Crosby guy. Nice. Um, so that's what I probably 90% of the games I watch are Leafs and Penguins. Yeah, but I, I definitely do watch a lot. I'd never want to be one of those guys who people accuse of you know, not being a real fan. Uh, I definitely live and breathe it. No question. Cool. Yeah. No, that's, that's wicked. And uh, you mentioned Crosby and there's always the Crosby Ovi thing. I I know I I saw that on, on your site as well. Um, Do you think Ovi reaches uh, Gretzky's goal total? Yeah, I do. I think, I think it's just a formality unless like 
barring absolute disaster, yeah. uh, I think I, I can't see why he wouldn't. I, I kind of hope he doesn't because I'm I'm a big Crosby guy and <laughs> for lots of reasons not an Ovechkin guy, but um, I, I do think it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I think that organization cares more about Ovi breaking the record than oh, them now actually for winning. Sure, yeah. yeah, for sure. Like, now. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's good for business and probably overlooking a few things in the process, but I won't <laughs> go there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, we mentioned like you obviously played goalie, uh, Paul. Like, do you have a favorite goalie now that you, you like to watch? I mentioned or in your website, I, I saw it was Shesterkin that was uh, featured as well. Like, is there anyone uh, that's intriguing to you? Um, I grew up a pot van guy. Okay. Uh, the 90s pot van guy. That was my guy. And then I morphed into a Cujo guy who that's uh, I'm kind of using my platform to pitch for Cujo in the Hall of Fame because yeah. Lundquist is going to sail in and Cujo basically has the exact same case. It, not exact, but it's really close. So uh, any media I've gotten to do, I've the first thing I've said is like, hey, give me a chance to talk about it. Cujo's I love it. Game, I'll do it because you know if I'm the only or one of the few people like really that's trying to have an expertise in this, may as well go for someone I think deserves it. Uh, today, I couldn't say that there's a guy right now that I just follow really closely. Okay, uh, not necessarily. I, no, I couldn't say that there was one. Okay, cool. Um, talking about the future, I guess um, of adjusted hockey. Like you mentioned, um, obviously searchable database monetization, and you met you mentioned your goals. I guess what long term, where where do you see this thing going? The truth is, I I, <laughs> I don't even want to guess anymore because <laughs> I put that I put that out only. I've only been at this two months, and like to think that I've got to talk to the people I have and the opportunities yeah. that have come from it kind of have blown my mind. So I don't want to necessarily speculate but um i think like a, a legitimate goal and whether or not i ever make a dollar out of this it's not important to me i if i can influence actual future decisions and cool. you know my cool. staff becomes a talking point that becomes part of the mainstream it's sort of crept just barely into it but if mainstream people are referencing it and actually have some influence on who gets elected um, to me, that is probably the long-term goal out of this. Like, it's not a selfish thing. It's just, I want to have a, you know, be an objective voice that improves the standard. So we'll see. We'll see guys. Yeah, no, no doubt. It's going to, it's going to be really cool to see. I think ne next year, uh, now that everyone's familiar, it's, you're going to see it being referenced to the a ton. I think like, again, oh, yeah. there is no other metric uh like like pps that that's being used for for hockey hall of fame which is which is gonna be so cool um to see and i guess going into that like who do you see um if if based on your system like who do you have getting elected into into the hall of fame um uh, next yeah next round well there's who i have and who i think will and yep. I, I try to just focus on who i who i want to and i i think Lundqvist is the only first ballot guy who's going to get in or should get in. I would say like the next best guy is like a Justin Williams or Brent Seabrook. And to me, they're not really close. Mm -hmm. So you've got Lundqvist. Um, I do think they're going to correct the McGillney uh, issue yeah. soon, but it's a very complicated thing to celebrate a Russian today. And I would understand sure. if they skip that personally. Yeah. Um, uh, the other Cujo I'd like to see in and there's a couple other pet projects I have and one is John LeClaire who's a bit surprising but uh, if you look at his peak in the absolute dead puck 
Gareth. You'll go when you go on his hockey reference page, you'll probably blow your mind how dominant he was for a while. So he's a project of mine too. Cool. Um, he, he followed me on Twitter, which kind of someone must have tipped him off that I'm trying <laughs> to get him going. And I was like, wow. So that's one of the that's one of the things that those are the some of the players that I think um are gonna get in 2023. Cool, cool. I like that. Unreal. Um, all right. Before uh, we let you go, Paul, we'll go into um, our fast five. Now we call it fast six because there's one, there's two questions that we always ask and we're adding it in now, um, barring some, some debate that we've had uh, over past podcasts. But so, so it'll be six rapid fire questions, whatever comes to the top of your head, let it rip and uh, I'll send it off to Tom. Okay. Uh, Your favorite NOJHL rank you played in. Oh, um, Iroquois Falls, Abitibi. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys been? No. 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 Yeah. Are they even still in the league? I don't Iroquois, think Abitibi no, is. No, no. No. They're both not. Yeah. No, they're both not. In. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome rink, like where they fill it and it's like small. So you see everybody. That was like a thrill to play there of all places. Yeah. That's okay. wicked. Um, whenever you have time, what's the dream travel destination? Hmm. We went to California this summer and I have to say that's hard to beat uh, San Francisco and San Diego. And my wife and I loved it. And if you could ever get there uh, or if you have already, but uh, I recommend. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Will Connor Bedard be better than Connor McDavid? I always say no in these debates because I just think so much has to go right. Like I think he's just as talented. It's just like we Crosby almost didn't play past his mid twenties, right? You look yeah. at the boss, like Meryl Lemieux, all this issue. So yeah, these are supposed to be rapid. So I'll stop talking, but I'll no, say, <laughs> I'll say no. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite fruit? Oh, I'm a blueberry guy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. The board, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Will the Toronto Maple Leafs win a playoff series this year? Yes. And I think they should have last year. Uh, I agree. I'm a guy, but uh, they were just as good as Tampa. I agree. It's just a matter of time, really. I think um, I'm a huge fan of rolling it back. Like you look at the Washingtons and you look at the teams that everyone wanted to, to Blow break up. them up. It's like, yeah. if you have the best players and you're one of the best regular, regular season teams, it's just a matter of time. Just be more okay. patient. Leaf Nation. You heard it from me. Yeah, there no, it, it's so true. Uh, you look at Tampa, they did the same thing. And on the flip side, a team that's kind of panic, yeah. yeah, Colorado, a team yeah. on the flip side that's kind of blown up is, is Florida. And who knows if they'll ever get back to the level they're at. But, um, yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it, it is a good take for sure. You break guys up and then you spend 10 years looking for Nylander, looking for Marner. Yeah. It's like just they're good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, last one we ask everybody, Paul, what's your favorite Sudbury restaurant? Oh, uh, well, Pat Mario's. Yeah. yeah stock. My, my friends, uh, the group chat, I'm in my buddies roast central. They, they literally roast me because they say that my wife and I go there way too often and it can't be beat and it's near my house. So, uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. Perfect story. I love it. Awesome. Um, well, listen, Paul, thanks so much for, for coming yeah. on uh, the podcast and chatting uh, with us about this. Uh, I feel like it won't be the last time uh, we have you on. Probably we'll, we'll probably get you back on. Um, it'd be cool to chat about the, the next uh, round of Hall of Fame um, and stuff like that because uh, we could go on forever. But 
for for now, thanks so much for coming on. We'll be obviously uh, cheering you on and and watching this thing grow before eyes. So again, thanks so much for coming on, investing oh. your time in us, and uh, and we'll chat soon. Yeah, my pleasure, guys. I wasn't just uh, blowing smoke either. Like I think you're. I I really love what you guys are doing. I uh, can't say enough good things, and I could talk to you guys all day. So would love to come back sometimes, and and quite honestly, keep it up. Uh, it's great. Uh, appreciate it. Thank you. It's the Quarney's Quiz, presented by producer Mason Money Savage. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 92 of Behind the Bench. Welcome to the Quarney's Quiz. We have a doozy today. Came up with these questions on the airplane as I was flying home from British Columbia today, or I guess Calgary, Alberta. So a little bit themed uh, on what I was doing and... We'll see if the boys can uh, look back in history a little bit as well. This might date oh, me a bit. Boy. All right. So, uh, Tom, I think you had the comeback last time or did Tom choke it away? I think Tom had the comeback last. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So, Tom, do you want to start? Do you want to? I would no, like. I would no like themes here. I'm just going to give you guys random questions. I would like the Chimino to start. You'd like Chimino to start? All right. Um, all right. So, Mr. Chimino. Are you familiar with superheroes? Uh, familiar enough. All right. Well, I watched The Batman on the airplane today. Oh, Batman's not my forte. Uh-oh. Well, I'm looking for you to name three actors who have played Batman in the past. <laughs> Including the latest Batman. There should be a layup. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Yep. That's one. Ben Affleck. That's two. He sucked, but that's two. Christian Bale, Ben Affleck. Mm. And I couldn't even think of an I like I couldn't even George Clooney. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. George yeah. Clooney? Got it. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice, Jim. Uh Robert Pattinson. Okay. Um, he oh, played Batman. Other? Yeah, he is the Batman right now. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said wow. big bat guy from Twilight Batman. <laughs> oh, you know what? It's a new year. I didn't get much smarter. So let's let's see how this goes. All right, Tom. Sticking with the superhero theme. Oh boy. Who is the bad guy from Spider Man One? So this is uh, Toby Spider-Man. Yeah, Dr. Connors. But I don't know his name, like the actual real name. Is it not him? No, it's like the guy with the big arms and stuff. No? Uh, you got to make the guess, Tom. I'm looking for a final answer here, Tom. Is it Connors or O'Connors? I don't know Dr. Connors. Uh, let me just get a fact checked here. It's, it's, I don't. Uh, it's wrong. I think Doc, Dr. Connors is the guy that. That's who. That no, that's incorrect, yeah. Tom. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. the that, Dr. Connors is like the lizard man. Yeah. Yeah. That's the most. Yeah. Okay. Um. The answer is the Green Goblin. That is correct. Oh. Jim, quick two. Is that the first one? That's yes. the first I, I one. thought the one with the 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 claws is the first one. That's no, the that's second the one. Amazing Spider-Man. 
But also Dr. the second Ock? one, Doctor oh, Octopus. Second yeah. one too. Doctor Octopus. Why was I thinking? Fuck. Good try though, Tom. I respect Thanks, that. Thanks, man. I'm a Spider-Man guy too. That's a bad L. Bad L. All right, um, Mr. Chimino. Let's see where yep. I'm going to go here. How many books are in the Harry Potter series? Like, is it including like uh... just the original series, not like the Cursed Child or anything like that? <laughs> Okay. Eight? Incorrect. Tom, opportunity to steal. Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> no, incorrect. Six. Six, eh? I was trying to go based off uh, off movie. I don't know why movies. I said twelve. How many movies are there? Nine? Seven. Nine? Seven, Seven yeah. movies. Um, but they they chopped the last book into the two parts. Two, yeah. yeah. Electric movies. Sorry, there's seven Harry Potter books. Great. Seven Harry Potter. So books. seven well, Harry Potter heard. books, eight movies. Yeah. Not right, um great uh, series though. My favorite great I think. series. Yeah. Tom, mm-hmm. can name all the Harry Potter books. No, no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, Tom. So it's two nothing for Chim. There's been three questions. So this is your second question here, Tom. Yeah. How many games does an NFL team play in the regular season? Sixteen. Is that your final answer? Why is it not 16? Why are you guys looking at me like I'm a goof? Just asking, is that your final answer? You're not a goof. You're 16 is my final answer. All right, Jim, opportunity to steal. Wow. So there's 18 weeks, but they all have a bye week, so it's 17, I think. That is cool. Wow. It's a B.O., Tom. That is an, that is an embarrassment. I don't that know what to tell you guys in the last three years, though. Tom. Yeah, yeah, see, like I'm not a football guy. I thought it was always 16. Fuck, like, give me a break. All right, is, this uh, is over. Is there any in me for to come back? Yeah, it's only been four questions. Okay. All right, Mister Chimino, can you name the three starter Pokemon from the original 151? So that's red version and blue version. Like what the Pokemon was? Yeah, the three starter Pokemon. Like so, there's three of them. Yeah, you get the opportunity to choose one of the three Pokeballs at the start. I was playing Pokemon on my Switch this. Uh, and which this one break. you get? Yeah, which we. What can are the choose. three? This guy's no idea. I got Squirtle. It. Squirtle. That's one. <laughs> um. Charmander? That's two. Uh, <laughs> it's not uh, it's not uh, who I'm thinking of. Pikachu? <laughs> if, yeah, that's what I was gonna say, but um Charmander. I couldn't even Tortoise? Tortoise? 
That is incorrect. Tom opportunity to steal. So the two he said. Yep. And Bulbasaur. That's correct. Bulbasaur. <laughs> yeah, well, I never got that. I love Pokemon. I grinded that thing. All right, Tom. Yep. Big point, Chim. It was a B.O. It ain't over to the fat lady sings, bud. Here we go. All right, Tom. So I've done a lot of traveling. Yep. I was going to go out east if my uh, oh, flights got no, canceled out no, west. No, 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 What are the two host cities of this year's World Juniors? There's no way he doesn't know this. There's no <laughs> he doesn't know this. Moncton. That's one. And... Oh my God, Halifax. That's two. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I had to think about it. I don't. Don't give me that. Hey, I'm respectful when you're answering. A little stupid Montreal hat over there. Don't give me that fucking self confidence. All right. You make no sense sometimes when you talk. I don't even know what it's meant. I know. I didn't. I I didn't. It didn't come out right. I don't give you the. Oh come on, man! Come on, man! Like I don't. While you've been watching them, so okay, it's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I still got the point. Yeah, you did. You did, Mister Tremino. Yes. What is the airport code slash short form for the Toronto Pearson Airport? Oh my God! If he doesn't know this, dude, sorry. That's the only time I'm going to chime in. (laughs) Tom just giving Tremino. What he just gave him back. All right. Why was he? answer for me? That is correct. And that is the quiz. <laughs> oh, uh, What made you come yeah. to that? Like right away? Like after like a minute? Not a minute. 30 seconds. Because well, I, I didn't know if YYZ was Billy Bishop or, or Piercing. Okay, but Billy point. Bishop's like YTZ or something. I don't know. But something like uh, that. YTO yeah. or something. Good job, Sam. Like you yeah. deserve that Thank one, you, Tom. Tom. Thank that you. That was good. Thank Our you. final question was for Tom. What month of the year is the Masters played? April. Again, it's my, that was my question. Yeah. Do I have any other ones on here? That was a good question. Uh, I was going to get you guys the name, the three Lord of the Rings movies. No, not no. a chance. Yeah, no. not a chance. Yeah, I, figured I so. couldn't even give you half a one. That's all right. <laughs> that was pretty good, though. Coming up good on stuff. the spot. Yeah. All right. The Spider-Man stuff one, disappointing though, Tom. Yeah, that's a tough one for Have Tom. Have seen the Green a, Goblin? Where Spider-Man guy. The Green Goblin glider goes but right I went, into... I, I went to the the one with the... Yeah, you're thinking of Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm talking about Toby Spider-Man. Okay. The, the best so, ones. Yeah. yeah. Well, that wraps up this edition, episode 92 right. of the Corny's Quiz. All right. And with that, we'll head into the four-pack. All right. All right, four pack time. Mace, uh, I'll give you the winners here. Um, it was Christmas songs from episode 91. Tom won with 53% of the vote. You came in second with 33. I got smoked with 13%. Told you that for free. Tom's winning list was last Christmas. All I want for you, all I want for Christmas is you. Most wonderful time of the year and mistletoe. Now looking back on it, it's a pretty uh, solid list. And uh, the stocking stuffers, he also won with a similar uh, yeah, baby as well. With baby, it's cold outside. So with that, Mason, take it away, buddy. Four pack. Yeah, Tom. Uh, 
you actually performed well for once so congratulations uh, we're you. gonna stick with the themes of the what's going on in the world so that was christmas we're going into the new year so let's look back on the best moments of 2022 what a category what a category so tom as the winner you can set this the could, order. yeah this could go anywhere i kind of like, Jim, like you this. have a the table up by chance uh, I can get it up for sure, Mace. Right. Give me four or five. I give me the last. Okay. And I'll give Gar's whole Robbie B number one. And I'll give Chim number two. And Seriously, number three. dude. Fuck me. I'm number three? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see this list I have. Silver bells, silver bells. I'm I'm up first. Yeah. Okay, I'm going with I think the funniest moment of 2022, the 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 Will Smith. Nice. That's, oh, dude, that's what a good out first. number one. That's out and out number one. There's what there's only one. You there. you might have won. The, I gave you a layup, like a Giannis Antetokounmpo at the rim layup for you to go one. You're welcome. Yeah, that was that no, was there's one on my list. Clear top three. That was definitely in it you think there's more than okay okay, okay here we go chimo checking in the bush um okay give me a second here i'm uh i'm working on the uh, table here but uh, okay <clears throat> okay uh oh yeah 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 this one i there is an out and out top three and this one Mace, if you don't agree with me i'll be a little bit shocked the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard trial, the trial of this century. Uh, what yeah. a, wh- I was, yeah. I'm telling you guys, I, I was so locked in on that <laughs> trial. It was unbelievable. Okay. Those two going at a mega pint. That was uh, no all time. Johnny Depp walking out to uh, Mesa wasn't at your top Bob three. I on your face. It wasn't in mine. Wasn't even on guys, my list. <laughs> That's a joke. No, but it, no, it's because it dominated it. pop culture. It like, was nuts, dude. Yeah. Jim, that was the biggest song in your face. <laughs> Wasn't oh, on my lip. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, Mason, what do you got? Well, this works out perfectly. So I'm gonna go. This one's for you, Jim. World Cup, Canada's yeah. first ever men's goal, Alfonso Davies. You can't. You can't write a better story. No, that was yeah. That was so. Are you taking World Cup as a whole or just Canada? Uh, I'm gonna take Canada first goal. Okay. Okay. And I think this is a layup for me. I gotta go with Argentina winning the World Cup. I gotta go. Just Argentina winning it. Okay. And then the next one, I'll. I would have taken it. a different version of that, but that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Messi. I mean? it, the storyline was messy. Yeah, but it's Argentina in general. He's on, like, come on. Fuck. Nobody that, cared about Argentina. It was all about Messi. Messi. Yes. Okay. Like, it's okay, Tom. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. And then better, give me. Better luck with five. Give me the best college basketball coach announcing his retirement. Give me Coach K. Mm. That was a dusty retirement, too. I hated it. I hate every minute of it. Yeah, it was actually a terrible retirement tour. Yeah, yeah. I agree, but the greatest college basketball coach ever. So I had to get it out of the way now. I don't know That's if you guys fair. would have chose that, but. Was not on my list. Okay. 
I'm going to stick with sports. Something that you can bank on happening every year, year in, year out. The Toronto Maple Leafs losing in the first round of the playoffs. Watching that at Dawn's, it doesn't get okay. All right. All right. <laughs> That's all you get. Jim, to you. Um, hmm. Wow, there's a lot to think here. A lot to think here. Because you guys, you get, there's a lot of sports going off the table. But I like pop culture. Like, I just, I, I don't know. Maybe I could get it later just by the way you guys are, are talking here. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to take it. it. What I wouldn't say it's the best, but like if you're talking about moments from 2022 that everyone talked about, give me live golf taking over golf. Oh, I just man. had that teed up. Gosh. Wow, Jim. <laughs> the live golf takeover. Good one. That's a good one. We should get Pat Perez on. Yeah, yeah let's can, can we make that happen? Please. <laughs> uh, I'll text Bri. Did you know uh, Dustin Johnson was the only PGA player at no Pat Perez was the only PGA player at Dustin Johnson's wedding or something like that. That's wild. That's why Patty's on the on the team. There's yeah. nice buds. Wild. Live sucks. Okay, so I got a pop culture and I got a sports one. For the sports one, I'm going to go with the trade of the year. U.S.-Russia, Brittany Griner. I feel like that was all over the news in terms that, of the story. That's a, that's a big one. That's a big he's, one. He's, he's got this four-pack on lock right now. Like, are you kidding? Any way you go slap. about it. Then uh, my second one, I'm going pop culture. The year of Pete Davidson. I, 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 had, I had Pete from from had... SNL to he. I think he ended the year. Uh, was it dating the girl from Bridgerton and then Kim Kardashian and then Emily Ratajkowski? Ratajkowski. Oh my god, dude! Like, jeez. Everybody wants out to be that guy. Roberto being good. I was educated. I don't mind those. Dab. Dab. Um, my turn. Give me. That's Chimino's turn. Oh. You set the order. That's right. That's right. Sorry. 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 Okay. So I got sports. Mm -mm. See, I could go unsafe local. Unsafe local. Yeah. I'm going to. Um, Because I can get it late, I think. Give me Elon Musk buys Twitter. Shit. I wanted that one. Just a super millionaire. You know, (laughs) the owner of Tesla. What a life to say, hey, I'm just going to buy Twitter and take it over. Unreal. And Twitter's been buzzing ever since. That was good. Wow, you guys are doing a lot better than I thought. Okay. So that kind of takes away my blue check marks because that was yeah, a fun that event. That was a good one, Jim. That was a really good pick. Oh, I hope, I, hope I do good. I, I've been getting shafted lately. There's a reason. <laughs> Dominic okay, the so donkey. Gonna... <laughs> You're a donkey. Cantaloupe. Stay away from <laughs> so sports. Good. 
Let's go with. Now I'm going to stick to my heart. Top Gun 2 coming out. Fantastic film. Mm-hmm. I went to the theater I'm twice. Still, ha- still haven't watched. It's unbelievable. What? I haven't Jim? either. I haven't seen the first one. Um, this one's tough. But give me... I think I can get that one later. Boys, give me the Golden State Warriors winning the NBA championship. Why is that a big story? Because they haven't won in three Andrew years. Wiggins. It's their fourth and the eighth. They all they I were would, all hurt. No one thought again, they'd be back. That's your I think boys. you got to word boy. it better. I think you got to word it better. Clay Thompson returning should have been. Should have been. Everybody knows that, Jim. Team with no. Argentina everybody, winning the World Cup. Everybody okay. knows okay. that, Jim. Here, here. Everybody uh, knows uh, for, that, Jim. Since I'm the co-host, reword my thing to Lino Messi slash Argentina because you guys always have slash dash fucking this that like. Do that. It may not fit too. in the graph. It may not fit in the graphic, Tom. So Thanks, because you guys do like you know brackets uh, you, and dashes and stuff. I'm doing general the bracket, topics. The, the graphic's supposed to be as tight and concise yeah. as possible. Okay, then do L dot M Argentina. Like everybody knows that. Then do number eleven, the Golden State Warriors. Like fit it in for hey, me, Tom, then, Jim. You're right. more than welcome to hop on uh, Canva and and try it out. See what. Yeah. Sunk. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tom. Last pick. Yeah, give me the. Uh, should I stick to all sports? Hmm. I think for the sake of this podcast, maybe we, maybe we can do a fifth round with local moments, uh, because we are a Northern Ontario podcast. That's just well, my thoughts. For the fifth pick, I was going to use mine now for local, but I was going okay, local. If you're gonna, one too. Are, okay, if we're all going yeah. local, that's fine. And then. give okay. me the Sudbury Rolls 50th anniversary. All right, solid. Solid. I don't know how you want to word that bracket that dash this that, but I hope there's more coming in this new year. I'm dying for a green jersey or a black jersey. I wouldn't mind doing a five pack because there's so many events that happen. I got a big list, but up to you guys. Well, we can do Do, honorable. We can do a five pack with one local mandatory. Okay, Okay. that's my local. That's my local. Done. All right. Well, you can't. I knew Jim. You wanted that, so. No, Chim wanted this one. No, yeah, he here it comes. Here it comes. The 2022 oh. Idlewild Men's Invitational. We interview Vince Palladino. He wins the whole thing, rewrites history, rewinds the clock, really. He hasn't yeah. been playing great golf. I didn't think that Shows was Chim's. No, it, it wasn't mine, but that is a great one. Great one. It was a fantastic invite. Um, a fantastic invite. BTB yeah. live on the, sh- on the scene. Yeah, we had our Thursday closest to the pin. You guys played. That was a Tom, fun weekend. Tom was almost in champ flight. Yeah, yeah. Tom made the first flight. He was awesome. I caddied for Chim. Yeah, I didn't make it to the gala, but you guys ripped up the dance floor. We we shred a tile. Yeah, no, it was electric. It's probably and part of like we won the seventy fourth invitational, and the seventy fifth is going to be even bigger now that this is breaking That's news. A... Myself, Mason Savage, and Alex Tremino. On the Idlewild Men's Invitational Board or committee, whatever you want to call it. We're excited for that. We're excited Part for Part of the planning process. No yeah, ways. Right. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Breaking news. Dude, Breaking are news. you Breaking kidding? News. On air? What? Breaking news. They didn't even text me in the chat about this. 
This is this is my live reaction. That's effing sick. Yeah. Does that we mean you guys can't play it? Okay, so mandatory caddies. No, Everybody no, that makes play. champ flight first okay. flight mandatory. Guys, get that in. Make it like a PGA event. Get the ropes <laughs> out there and everything. <laughs> ropes. Media coverage this year gonna be lights out. Oh my yeah, God. no, it's a big media year for the boys. We need a media cart. That's the that's number one thing. Big, yeah, that's and, the first and thing sunscreen sponsors. Yes. <laughs> and maybe, maybe we bring in our own cart. We find one of those Hummer carts. Maybe get sponsored by a cart company. We can look at it. We can yeah, look at maybe we get the. And, oh my God, we throw a couple stickers we on. We all there? rip around the bikes. Yeah. Full vehicle. Yeah. All right, Chen. We can do a vehicle for sure. <laughs> 2023 Ford Maverick. Sponsored by Cambrian Ford. Cambrian Ford. <laughs> um, mm. Okay. I feel like I have to take this local one just because, like, it is core to, to the brand. But um, there's two I'm in between, but I'll take it um, because it was uh, – we talked about it quite a bit. Um, no, Mace, that's not it. Um, oh, wow. It was the cat officially uh, being dead. The cat is dead in 2022. <laughs> we all knew that was coming. Like, <laughs> but there's another one I wish I took more for recency bias. But maybe I'll take it in my uh, fifth round, anyways. But let's get you. Yep, the cat is dead. Um. Okay, so I'm going. I'll go local one next. I'm going with. The Sudbury boy coming back home, Alex Ferrand, being acquired by the Sudbury Wolves. Uh, crazy story, story about that. Crazy yeah. story about that. Oh, I don't mind that. First if you remember, Ferrand heard about uh, the trade rumor from our podcast driving yep. to, to Peterborough. <laughs> Insanity. Oh, reading Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking Insanity. news. Breaking yeah. news. Now he's got 15 goals on the year. Yeah, I saw that article. Yeah, Randy Pascal shout out. Um, a bonus round. My bonus. Well, I guess this is my last non-local five pack. Five pack. Uh, I'm going with Wordle. Oh, oh dude, are you Wordle. serious? That was mine, Roberto. You oh, won this draft 100 percent to zero. Up. Cleaned house, like the like the no, word. It was no crazy. cleaning fee on the Airbnb. Just like that's added into the five hundred dollars you pay for a night. Like that is just. Wow. Yeah, Wordle was nuts. nuts. Wow, what a pick. Um Okay. I'll go I'm so disappointed. I'll go. This one I'm kind of shocked. Uh didn't I uh, sorry, didn't get picked yet. I'll go Harry Styles spitting on Chris Pine. That was uh, all all-time moment. <laughs> I was generally going to put Harry Styles for the year he had Olivia yeah, Wilde. With the, with the movie too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what was that movie Don't worry, called? darling. Don't worry, darling. Guys, I went and watched that. Yeah. I had Weird. the heebie-jeebies. Like, I'm telling you, I'm like, I almost like left mid-movie because I was that like frightened and like, it was just Creeped weird. Up. Creeped up. It was just, Mace, did you see it? Yep. I couldn't even, I, I don't even know the words for it just lost like i was lost for words that i had to leave almost but i made i toughed it up good job john thanks guys well i don't know what to do here i have so many on my list still 
but like I I went a different route than you guys did so I'm lacking here I, I look at some very strong really Roberto's and Chim's top three um what I'm gonna do it let's go oh maybe I'll let Tom say this one I'm gonna say Taylor Swift Midnight's Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, that was a good Big one. Swifty here. I was also thinking um, Taylor Swift versus Ticketmaster too. Yeah, I'm just gonna put Taylor Swift as mine. Yep. Yeah. That's friendly. Okay. This one's kind of sad. But I feel like it was a big topic across the world. Not sure if I'm going to get many votes on this. The Queen Elizabeth's death. That's a big one. It's a big one. Yeah, I, I got I got two big ones and a laugh. Mace, she was an icon. Okay? She was. Give me that. She was an icon. It's a big moment. It lasted like three weeks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know where you were going with that. Okay. Lasted like three weeks. <laughs> oh, I really don't like my list. Uh, honorable mentions, guys. Here are my honorable mentions. Okay? <sighs> your um, be be real, taking over. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. yeah. The jiggle jiggle TikTok. Um, the corn kid. Oh, yeah. Corn kid. Dominic the donkey. I had uh, Plaza's Arts opening as a local, and my biggest local one though, that. I don't know if I'll regret it, but Costco opening uh, gas station in <laughs> Is that open now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open. I yeah, filled Mace. up. I'm sorry. Yeah, Mace, you're, you're kind of removed from the subway culture for a few yeah. weeks. You're not allowed back weeks. in, actually, dude. We don't want you here. Don't worry, buddy. I'm going to Carousel on Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any anybody have uh, honorable mentions? Yep. Yeah, I got yep. I got a list here. Okay, Mace, I'll go. Gio first Biondi up. bring okay. the OHL Cup home. Oh, yeah, uh, that's a good one. That's a yep. big one. Yeah. Um, NHA opening their doors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scotty Barnes, Rookie of the Year, Rams Super Bowl. Yeah, I think the biggest one I should have said live events being back full fledged. Non. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah. And then Kyle Davidson, GM. Yeah. Oh, oh that was the good local. Oh, that's a big too. miss. That's a big. That's a big. You have that boys? on your list, Tom? No, I just thought of that in my head. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, this that. one. Tennis, Roger Federer announces retirement. That's another retirement yeah. one. That's a big one. Um, Wordle, was, Wordle was such Wordle a good was one. Good. Oh the RBC God. Canadian Open was electric. I don't know if it was just because I was there, but it was the weekend <laughs> live started. So it was like Rory coming through. TSN was there. Like, yeah, was you killed the Canadian Open. That uh, Big deal. You did a good job. Yeah. Tom was there. I was there. Drake and my little cousin dropped an album. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. No, a lot that of good, good ones. Good, four, good, four, good five recap. pack. Five pack. Good five pack. I'll give uh, the recap here. So four pop culture slash sports, and then one local. Roberto. Yeah, this is very strong. He went with the Will Smith slap, uh, which I mean, number one for sure. Brittany Griner trade. <laughs> Pete Davidson. Alex Ferran trade and Wordle. So a couple trades Whoa, in there. Oh uh, my God. Roberto, very well done. I went with Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp. 
Live Golf Takeover, Elon buys Twitter, Cat is dead, and Harry Styles <laughs> spitting on Chris Pine. Mason went with Canada's first goal at the Men's World Cup. Leafs first round exit. Top Gun 2 finally comes out to 74th Idlewild invite. And Taylor Swift. Tommy went with Argentina winning the World Cup. Coach K retirement tour. Golden State winning the NBA. Wolves 50th anniversary. And rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth. Okay, I'm not Uh, bad. I'm not terrible. So some solid picks here. I think we're, I mean, I'm looking at it right now. First take is Roberto. Roberto for sure should. I mean, Roberto doesn't get a lot of love, though, on the four packs. I don't know why. But uh, but hopefully this time around he does. I'm hoping the Leafs fan or the anti-Leafs fans are voting for me here. I'm on a heater, though, so I can afford to lose one. I've been I've been good. Um. Okay, boys. Well, let's keep it rolling. Let's uh, roll through the epi here. And uh, finish off. Let's talk about the BTB hockey pool, okay? Let's address the BTB hockey pool um, and see what's what's going on there. Um, Mason Money Savage. Let's talk about your. I beat the former champion. Their second Here place play. So the insider on the Cinderella run, nine <laughs> and one. It's it's actually unbelievable. He's nine and one. Uh, Tommy. Demi and Polly round out two, three, four. Yep. <laughs> Tommy's eight and two. Demi's seven and three. Polly seven and three. Basilio, Gio, and KPMG are six and four. Alfred is five and five. Um, Brett Jackman Memorial Team is five and five. 1507 is five and five. Roberto, myself, and Mason are all four and six. Desi is three and seven. Whitehead one and nine, and yet to win a game ten weeks into it, the former champ James Green, O and ten. Guys, give me your thoughts on the pool so far. Hi, I play you this week, Jim. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. I'm gonna dust. I love the amount of teams we have. I feel like it took you forever to announce the standings, but it's just like, I love the additions we've added in having the family aspect in my house. Like my brother, and my dad are just diehard, especially Sunday morning when you're waking up and they're like, okay, I'm, I'm seven points shy. If this guy gets me this and then I, I pick up a goalie for six points, like it's just the same stuff every Sunday. I love it. And even having Vasilio in it, Roberto, I don't know if you guys chat about it too, but the whole family aspect for me is just, it's yeah. just wicked. Yeah, he was over the Christmas break. He's like, oh, my team stinks. My team is so bad. And yet he's just like crushing people. It's like, okay, best. Yeah, thanks, man. But um... it's so dependent. You know what I know? So with such a big thing, but it's such a big um, league. Is it, it's so dependent on, on the league, like the uh, the week and like who's playing and who they're How many like, games crazy. these teams are playing? Some teams yeah. have like four games, dude. So it's like yeah. you're trying to add a, those players that – play more games that week, but um, honorable mentions aren't, I can't even pronounce that word. Honorable. Honorable mentions. Uh, Tage Thompson is having a season. Shimino, we saw this guy live. He is a monster. So nasty. My so boy. Nasty. It's my and boy. Alex Ovechkin is getting better as he gets older. Oh, he is wine. like a fine wine. Like baby. a fine wine. Is he going to hit 50? Possibly. He's almost at 30. Matthews so, ain't. Matthews 
probably not going to get to 50. I, I would expect him to get 40. He's just, Did you guys hear the NHL trade rumors on, not trade rumors, but almost like a shopping list on Overdrive today? Nope. No. Tom, who's the one forward that you would like to see on the Leafs? He's not going there. It's Ryan O'Reilly, but he, he's hurt. They were talking about him. They were talking about Patty Kane, and they were talking about a local boy. Top six forward. Okay, okay. No, I know. I heard this. Jim, if he goes to the Toronto Maple Leafs, are you going to cheer for them in the playoffs? I will cheer for the Bert? Leafs if Bird's on yes. the Bert? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, can he not be a perfect fit for that top six, though? He would be perfect. Oh. Absolutely perfect. Oh, yeah, it, it, a little bit of grit, be, a little bit of FU in front of the net. Be, it would be electric. Oh, yeah. If he comes back to Ontario, the ID Cup might just pop back up. Yeah. I've made it a promise, boys, and I know we have commitments with Dons for a live game, but I said to Zach, we are going, I don't care, in the 300 level, we are paying Mint, and we got to go see a playoff game if they can clinch to go to the next round. Can you talk about the moment we would always remember me and him being diehards, being in that rink? For sure. Yeah. I, don't I, do it, I, Tom. I, I mean, but, but the, could you the imagine heartbreak the, side, too, could the you... heartbreak would be wild too. If they you get Tyler Bertuzzi, go... that is the, that is to me the biggest free agent. Well, I had a lot of hopes for Nikki Felino too, but hopefully Bert stays healthy too. But um, yeah, speaking of uh, Nick Felino, guys. What a the, stud. Yeah. What a stud. Yeah. This guy rolling into Fenway with the with the Red Sox uh attire on. Electric. And if his interview after his too. Game interview, yeah. This Bruins team so unlocked. The character that's in that room, they must be having so much fun. Imagine being like a young guy like Trent Fred- Frederick, just like hanging out and just listening to these legends talk and like go about their everyday life. It's unreal. Yeah, and I think Adding a guy like Felino was such a good addition to that already built culture, and like yeah. he just like felt fit right in. And then we we sent that tweet of the, them walking off the bus. Nikki was the third guy off the bus, oh, so yeah, it's like it's, these guys. He's already fitting in. You already have like the regulars that are there with Marshawn and Bergeron. And I was worried about their goaltending, to be honest, entering the year. But Linus Olmark Nasty, looks like man. the best goaltender in the league right now, and he, he can't really lose. Right, and you don't see much. I yeah, you see like the one A, one B, but like Mace, you're a goalie. I'm sorry, you don't really get along that well with your partner because you want him to let a couple goals in. But it looks like Swayman and Allmark actually love each other and like want the team to win. And you don't see that often because like yeah, I get you can say you're friends, but I play with a lot of goalies that sometimes they didn't get along because you know you're stealing the net away from me. But it looks like these guys figure out a one A, one B, and the system's working for them. So. Yeah, was, there's always just a clear divide with me at number one okay, and right. Nick DiPietro number two. <laughs> you know what I was trying to say. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, okay, and rounding it out, I guess we'll move into uh, we missed. Did we miss anything, boys? I think we really missed not having Gio Biondi bring the OHL Cup. That and in Davidson. Our... That and Davidson is a big bad. Big, that's a big one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had, Sorry, Joe. Uh, no, I. This one isn't a big one, but LeBron James, the first player in NBA history to have ten thousand assist points, rebounds, ever. So I thought that was like pretty cool. Obviously, nothing like Davidson, like we missed, but LeBron James, the best gym ever. 
No, probably yeah. a better pick than the Golden State one, but yeah, no, take... yeah, no. It's a championship, I... though. Come on, I'm I'm a Jordan guy over LeBron uh, any day of the week, yeah. so not bad. Um, couple things we didn't talk about: uh, Robinson opening their new rink. That could have been a Biosteel performer. Uh, Robinson Playground. Chris oh, yeah, Cacciotti. we chatted that last week. Did we chat about it? Yeah, Chris Cacciotti. Does I'm, all to, I'm all to lunch. Wow. Um, yeah, I think uh, that's about that's about it for me on, um, on it. Some great yeah. college football games. Fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, football. my God, Mace. As if we forgot to talk about that. I was... Uh, I. You know, as you're going to hear in the intros, I was a little sick over New Year's Eve. Anyways, I stayed in. Boys, Mace, thank you for noticing that football game. Like, who was that quarterback? I'm forgetting his name now. Strood? No, he was very good, though. Who was the other guy? Oh, the crying kid or the 25-year-old? No, the, the played Strood on um... TCU. No, Edwards? TCU. Is it Edwards? Uh, Ohio State versus... Um... Holy cow, I'm drawing a blank. Georgia, no? Georgia, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Georgia's quarterback. Edwards, no? Is it that? Is no, that Georgia's is the 25-year-old ben. kid. Sets Bennett. Bennett, yeah. Bennett. It was a common name. I couldn't. He was... He's 25, mate. He's older than Lamar Jackson. Yes, but, Jim. He's born he got, in 97. He, yeah, I know. I, I shake your head on that. He got it done, man. They were down 14 points going into the fourth. Or like no midway kidding. through the fourth. He should get it done. Yeah, but Ohio State had all man. the momentum in the world. The, talk about pressure for these guys. That kicker, are you kidding me? The, like, obviously, he missed a field goal, but he has everybody in the world, not everybody in the world, everybody in North America watching that. Like, I, I the also pressure heard, for the age of that kick. Like, come on. I heard, I heard the kick happen as the ball was dropping yes. in New York. Yes. For New Year's Day. I was watching it with Paulie, and I'm like, this is going to end exactly at 12. We couldn't believe the timing. Like, yeah, so the timeout, like, they, they froze him. Yeah. Georgia froze him. Yeah. It was like 11.59, and then it hit 12, and then they snapped it. It was literally, it couldn't be any more, like, perfect timing. And that guy wow. has, like, has a miss in, like, two years, apparently, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And crazy. He, he, he he shanked it. He he hosel rocked it, chimino it style. Like, he That's, wasn't yeah. even close. Can't wait to hosel rock it again on the course. Good God. <laughs> Couple Kirkland's I, I would, I would I'd rather hosel, like, three times around. To know that I'm playing golf every day of my life, I think. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, are you not getting the itch with this weather though, brother? It's killing me. It's killing me. They're playing golf in Hamilton. Yeah, in Niagara too. Mm. The courses there that stay open year round, Chip. That's brutal. My yeah. my grandpa once got a hole in one on uh, January first. He was probably that like so one of the, sick. Like first people to get a hole in one in whatever year. Nineteen in Canada. Eighty. Ah, uh, yeah. In Niagara. Wow. Hmm. wow. That's yeah. so cool. Unreal. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do. Roberto, you got anything? No, no. Oh, I'm just buzzing. <laughs> just I high on it. life over there. All right. Well, that's going to do it for episode 92 of Behind the Bench. Thanks to Paul Paduti from Adjusted Hockey uh, who came on to chat with us. Very interesting chat if you're a, a stats nerd um, in, in hockey, it's it's so cool. And even for the occasional listener, um, it's unreal. The guy really, um, for lack of a better word, dumbs it down um, to show how, how, he under, how he got to his calculation. So great interview. Um, thanks to all our sponsors. 
Um, and yeah, that'll do it for episode 92. We'll see you next week for 93. Take care.
Yeah, yo, but she know who we are I thought that I would learn by now I thought that I would never calm down Just last night we was going so hard But now I can't feel my heart Hey, yeah, let me down easy Don't let me down rough Don't let me go to sleep Getting up is gonna be tough That was all acting sleazy They all said I was the one And with any damn luck I'ma wake up with the sun Hope I wake up with the sun this morning